0: I feel like if I read it off, I'm going to get some kind of virus, so I'm not going to
1: do that. <laughs> <laughs> and Logan grew a beard. My old bird. Oh, boy. Yeah, hello. Hey, who's the bird? It. Yeah. Have hold it. on. Hold on. Where's the bell? Uh-oh. Okay. Anyway, I can talk about my sponsors organically, Jesse. It makes me seem like less of a shill for them. <laughs> there are
0: there. Look at that thing.
1: Yeah. It's t- it's almost like a freaking electric bike. Yeah. It's it just, there's no... The throttle response is insane.
0: I I think I can see past that. If I squint, Uh. it looks just like my uh, 2011 CRF450 Oh, okay. Live from Puremp, Nevada, the Valley of the Dirt people, it's Tech Talk Taco Tuesday with your hosts, Jimmy Lewis and Logan Tyler.
1: Welcome, everybody, to Tech Talk Taco Tuesday, episode number 215, and Logan grew a beard. I'm Logan now. No, you are Ryan. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, Ryan Williams. Appreciate you having me. Uh, so, Ryan, uh, I got to know Ryan because he is one of our uh, advisory members on our OHV uh, board here, our OHV advisory committee, where we're, we're attempting, doing our best, moving forward as fast as possible, to build a motocross track in the town of Pahrump, uh built by the county, Nye County, which is super awesome to live in—a county that really enjoys doing this. So, uh, Ryan, welcome to the show. Wave to all your, you know, soon-to-be fans.
0: Howdy! What's up, everybody?
1: Uh, so, the the real reason I had Ryan on is because we got to ride 300 dirt bikes. That so we did. Trevor finally surrendered the uh, KTM 300, the 2024 KTM 300. Uh, XCW and the Beta 300 RR, so we got to take those for a little r- rip. So of course that is uh, coming up on the show tonight. Uh, we have a Rooster Egg endo segment coming up. Uh, we have Rooster endo submissions. Uh, it's amazing how many people think that they could send it in at 6:54 and I can somehow make it come up on this show. It really has to happen a little bit earlier. Um, just saying. So I, I will. If they come to my email, I will catalog those for next time. If they go into the Facebook world, my friends, because some people post them up on Facebook, they may get lost forever, right? Dave Donnelly, <laughs> get so, them next time. But we did we did mine uh, Dave Donnelly's back out of the uh, out of the ether, so that's on the uh, the show tonight. We, I just dropped my Honda Transalp 750 video, so if you have Honda Transalp questions. Uh, so this is dirt bike test this is a show where we answer motorcycle and motorcycle product related questions um ryan's job as the co-host is anytime i decide to do this which is reach over and i you know because you already got yours that i did now you talk while i have a you know
0: all right well go ahead so um howdy everybody in uh tech talk taco tuesday world uh, new to the show, first time over here. Um, I was
1: gonna make you read my sponsors.
0: Yeah, is that what you're gonna do? I okay. thought I was supposed to introduce myself. <laughs> you, first you, time um, over here, nobody knows who I am. Well, oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. All right. D- uh,
1: you, you. Some people have accused me before of talking about myself an awful lot. Uh, you I never. D- there was this one time I did. I went a little bit off, but I like to, you know, I'll, I'll poke around and you know learn, learn the things. If people have questions, this is a, this is a kind of a show where you can literally ask any kind of question that you want and if you need to know information about ryan uh you can ask information about ryan there you go fair okay so back to the uh yeah list off top tell tell us just because i'm thirsty uh. yeah
0: i I could tell you all about the uh the wonderful sponsors of tech talk taco tuesday we have yamaha blue crew uh, taco moto based out of vegas i believe Mm -hmm. love to see the local companies scott sports got some sweet what are these prospects right here prospects hanging out on the desk
1: with the light transitioning lens. And our studio lights are so hot, they're actually transitioning just a little bit. And I see my fingerprints inside. That's there, a good one. Which makes me mad. <laughs> uh, That's
0: all right. We'll wipe <laughs> it off during the break. Yep. Uh, we've got Climb, DDC, Rad Sprockets. I think there's one over my shoulder somewhere. Right. Um, Trail Tech. Got their uh, got their kickstand on the old 450. Uh, Fast Company Flex Bars. Right. Um, bulletproof Designs and Double Take Mirrors. You're almost tired. That was an excellent, excellent almost. ad read. And I... I Usually I have to stay primed
1: because it, I, if you start saying something wrong, uh, then I, I have to spit my drink out and then correct you because, you know, you can't do anything wrong on this show. It's all about perfection. Uh, Gene Woods, uh, Hot Shoe Hall of Fame says, a nice hat. So one of the notes right there, what, what are we going to talk about?
0: Oh, we're going to talk about the, uh, the Hot Shoe Hall of Fame uh, going down on January 27th. It looks like there is a Dakar Daily podcast uh, uh, happening. Is the, that notice the shirt?
1: Yeah. This leads me to my uh, to my call-in guest in a few moments. Uh, it's the one Mr. Jesse Ziegler. But uh, back to the Hot Shoe Hall of Fame. Are you going?
0: Uh, I mean, this is the first time hearing about it, but it sounds rad. Cause it's on Fremont Street, right?
1: It's on Fremont Street. It's an informational service, this show. We we answer and just provide information to everybody. Uh, Hot Shoe Hall of Fame. Its Registration is free. You can go to this event for free. Of course they wouldn't mind if you you know made a donation so it can help gene buy these awesome shoes for people in need that's nice. They, they check that Hot out shoe. yeah it's just a it's just a it's just a right shoe on. that he gives guys that you know aren't on down on their luck and uh, so anyways, that's that's his charity. But he has a his awesome go-kart facility there. He has the placards up from all the inductees. It's an amazing list of inductees. Uh, I'm really interested. Uh, I, I'm hoping some of these guys show up because sometimes they don't show up. But I'm hoping uh, Mitch Payton is one of the ones that's going in. Uh, Mert Lawwill uh, is going in. And, uh, oh, there was one other that I that was farther down on the list. Uh, oh, they're, they're inducting Al Baker this year. Axars only. Correct. Al Baker was one of my first uh, full on sponsors that gave me a motorcycle. He gave me a few motorcycles. Take this and ride this bike. And I was like, really? You know, it before I was buying my own bikes, I had never, you know, I rode magazine bikes, but nobody ever gave me a motorcycle. It was, it's like, no, it's yours. So, which was pretty cool. Al Baker, an awesome guy. So, right on. Um, um, good, uh, good list of people at the hot shoe hall of fame should be a fun event. And I mean, you get to like a lot of these guys that are there, it's one of these times you can just approach them and talk to them. They're just there, you know, having a beer or whatever they drink. And, uh, um, they tell stories, Jerry Bernardo and the other uh, co-host, they, they interview people and, and, and I think they have like two rooms where they have interviews going on. So you can go in there and, you know, and the cool thing is when these guys get older, you know how you get faster when, no, you don't know yet. <laughs> You get a lot faster when you went older, but the stories flow a little freer. So you say you don't, you're not worried about keeping your sponsors happy. It, neither am I, but I mean I am, but not really. And uh, so yeah, g- good good times. So awesome to uh, awesome to see that. Yeah, and uh, Kevin Hopper says it's about time for Mert, and for sure. It you know a lot of it is just there, there's there's so many people, especially in the in the the hot shoe. You know that so hot shoe everybody thinks it's going to be like flat track and speedway, and it's not. It's really just dirt. It's kind of, it's kind of all kinds of motorcycle journalists. There's a lot of people in that Hall of Fame that are. Uh, you really, in there yet? Well, now that you asked, <laughs> uh, yeah, my placard's right here, right, right there. Oh, nice. It tells, it tells you, uh, tells you a little bit about what I, what I had done in my former life. Good stuff. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I, I begged to get in there. I mean, I like, I had to. I had to submit, like, resumes and tell them who I was. And I had, then I had to invite Gene out here and let him come on the podcast. And, guy, okay, it, it, it's it's like, you know, Pahrump is one toilet flush away from Vegas. And, and Gene taught me that very eloquently on the show. So, uh, but anyways, good uh, good times uh, to see everybody. Uh, all the guys in the chat. Gronk is there. Um, Mark Daniels, of course, hanging out watching the uh, Dakar highlights. Well, turn that off. Um, speaking of that, I'm going to try to get uh, Ziegler on here. I didn't see any other good questions come through on the Instagram. So, if you on the Instagrams want to see us on this show, you're going to have to go to our YouTube or our other pages. But again, you're missing out on the guy with the beard. He's going to drop all kinds of knowledge because oh, yeah. guys with beards are wise. So, uh, with that, we'll park on the Instagrams right now. We'll go unlive. Uh, unlive. Yes, I'm about to end this. Okay. And I want to share it, but I don't know what to call it yet. I'll figure that out in a minute. Uh, you can also click through on our Amazon links, which currently are not working on our website, which is really bad or plug your ears, Ryan, just plug them right in. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You just plug them right through the heads. Uh, Rocky Mountain MCATV links, uh, if you are going to be buying motorcycle products, but I think you'd have, you'd, you'd think they should go to RevZilla.
0: I would say so yeah right. you know they uh they pay me well to know a lot about dirt bike stuff um i would uh, be a little bit partial and say that uh maybe you should head over to uh, revzilla.com oh, maybe your local cycle gear but you know guys over at rocky mountain they're pretty all right too
1: you don't have to plug my sponsors i'll plug them enough <laughs> so no they ryan does work for uh revzilla what exactly are you doing over there
0: uh i help manage the product catalog for the uh the off-road uh side of the business okay so, yeah. A lot of dirt bike parts, a little bit of gear here and there, but mostly on the, uh, the parts side of the business for, uh, for Revzilla and cycle gear.
1: Cool. It's, it's funny. Cause like when you're searching for things and there's, there's all different options and, and I find that, you know, it's kind of like two stroke oil, you sort of find one that you like, and then you just kind of, you sort of kind of like keep using it, totally. but then there's something that's exclusive to a, a group or a brand, you know, like you can only get this kind of gear here or that there and other things. And I, I don't, judge or discriminate against all the different different companies because it it's like we sort of need them all and we kind of need them to get along you know because i've seen it where they stop getting along and then they start getting into a fight and then one of them goes away and 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 i don't i've never seen it get better for the other guy it's not like the one went away and everything got better it caused enough disarray to where nothing got better.
0: Oh, I mean, you see it all the time, especially over the past few years, right? I mean, uh, the more, the better, more players in the game, more competition. It's all, all good yeah, stuff.
1: Competition is good as long as a healthy competition. When it goes into like, Oh, we've got enough money in the coffers that we can just lower everything and, and, and drive these guys out of business. Well, guess what happens when that ends? It's like, then they go right back up or there's some kind of fallout that you just didn't see. And a lot of times there's jobs in the industry, you know, and it, a lot of it's just market forces working out. But, over you know, been doing this for a long time. I've seen a lot of cyclical, cyclical things. And like with this, this big boost that we had post COVID, you know, when everybody yeah. during COVID everybody went out and now all of a sudden we're doing a correction. I feel. And, and I don't, I, I don't pay that much attention, but when I go to like the, the AIM Expo, which I'll go to in Vegas uh, in a few weeks, when I go to some of these different shows or talk to other people that are, you know, some of the guys that are working for, you know, importers or distributors or different things. And you kind of hear the, the business side of it and like it's like I just want to go ride.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, I'm off the clock right now. I've got a beer in my hand. So right. uh yeah. clocked out a few okay, hours. Okay, we don't want to talk but.
1: we don't want to talk business. That's
0: good. <laughs> talk um, dirt bikes.
1: Yeah. So do you know Dave Donnelly?
0: Uh name looks familiar. Right. Uh, I don't know if uh if we've met before. Um maybe I think I recognize I, your name from uh maybe one of the Facebook groups that I'm in. Prump okay. moto
1: maybe? Yeah he's probably in the Prump Moto. So uh dirt bike is uh greetings from tucson and um dirt bike would love to hear the car talk even though we don't talk about racing well i'm not racing it so why should i bother actually i'm going to try to make a call here real quick and see see if i can if i can get somebody into this that might know a little bit about that Let me. i told him i text him first but i, I think i'm just going to go just straight to cold call here um let's turn this on see what my phone does Okay. If he picks up and there's screaming children in the back, I'm gonna be a little bit uh. Just hang up. Yeah, could could do that. He Probably won't want to talk to us anyways. I'll call him back later if he doesn't call. Call back. Uh, this is this is how we how we do it here in the show. I'll hang up on him right when he answers. Doesn't <laughs> go. Uh, trying to get the host of the Dakar Daily podcast, uh, Jesse Ziegler on the show i was told
2: there'd be a warning text message before my call
1: see already Oops. complaining this is <laughs> you know remember remember you know you were a subordinate of mine back in the uh back in the dirt rider days yeah i don't have to put up with that anymore <laughs> obviously jesse ziegler welcome to the show i got ryan williams here who's uh, got a really nice sweet beard um he nice he got to ride 300s remember when you get to you used to get to go test dirt bikes with me
2: I don't even know how to ride a dirt bike anymore. I haven't ridden in like a month and a half.
1: That's why you're such a good podcast host then. Because if, if, yeah. if I wouldn't go riding, this would be probably the best uh, podcast motorcycle show in the in the internet.
2: It's amazing how much free time you can fill with other projects when you don't ride motorcycles. Right.
1: Well, uh, again, uh, so what I want you to do is you need to pump your show. Pumping the
2: show. Well, Cause, we, cause we are – Because I,
1: I have a question right here from – from dirt bike that says would love love since the car talk. Yep. That's what he said. I don't know. I mean, right. I love know. since to car talk. I think he meant to say some, some Dakar talk. That's the way I said it the first time. So, uh, yeah, let's have some well, Dakar talk. Like, like, first of all, where do <laughs> they, where do they find your show?
2: So the easiest place to find Dakar rally daily is Google search bar. You can just type in Dakar rally daily and you're going to get a podcast link, and you're going to get a YouTube series. And the YouTube series is on Cycle News' YouTube channel. Uh, Or you can go to any of your podcast distributors, anywhere you get podcasts. Apple Podcasts is the worldwide leader in that, but you can get it on Spotify or wherever you want. And you just search for Dakar Rally Daily. Subscribe to it. And we do a daily show race recap with interviews and sound bites and videos from the pits of the Dakar. And it's... Pretty cool because we're getting really good access faster than you can get it on TV and um sort of just giving you the down and dirty details of the race every day
1: and and the cool thing is from somebody who does know how to follow it like on all these different ways you can follow tracking and there's there's live updates and scoring and through like the Dakar yeah. app and there's a couple of guys who are who are hijacking data off it there's places you can go an A D V rider that the guys are you know they're they're pulling in every international feed you know and they're believing yeah. not this stuff is going like live a lot of times and so oh yeah they're they're watching all over the, the place we just don't have that luxury here but you guys do such a good job and I'm not, and I'm not blowing your horn here. Um, It's mostly because you have, it's mostly because you have Quinn Cody in studio, Uh, but you guys do do a really good job on the show and that way I don't have to. So thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. That's why Jimmy Lewis off-road is one of your, probably your, your best sponsor.
2: You're our favorite, you're my favorite sponsor I'm talking to.
1: Okay. For sure. Right. And...
2: (laughs) and i think the the magic of what we do is we really distill it down to kind of what matters we don't we don't talk a lot about the side by sides the trucks the race cars all the other circus that's going on there because really to get to get the like depth of what dakar is focus on the bikes we primarily focus on Rally GP guys, but there's some Rally Two guys that are up there competing. So we talk about them and then we focus on the Malimoto guys or the original by Motul. So really there's enough to talk about just with motorcycles there. But instead of going over every detail, we kind of like distill it down to the facts and then sort of the strategy and the results and the, the consequences of those results every day, and how it works out in the long thing. And the main thing we're trying to put across is the grand scale of this event. Yeah. In Every aspect, it's not just a lot of miles. it's oh, a lot of people. It's a yeah. lot of hours. It's a lot of fuel. It's <laughs> you know a lot of media. It's yeah. a lot of coverage, like you said internationally. If you could watch it live, you could get everything that we're saying, but you would have to kind of uh, like,
1: I don't distill
2: I don't... it in your brain somehow and try to like export a chat GPT summary of what happened that day and try to understand it all. So what we're trying to do is do all that for you. Pump it out before oh, noon every day. Oh, so now you're claiming Everybody you're
1: better. Now you're claiming you're better than ChatGTP. G- right now I am, but I probably won't be by the end of the season. Okay, because because uh, you know that that's what you used to do to me down at Dirt Rider. The only thing you never told me is that you were a better rider than I was. Everything else, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you 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 could have been a better editor of the magazine. You were definitely better at going to meetings, and I'm not going to dispute that one. Oh, uh, God, I'm still
2: suffering meeting hell <laughs> every day in my life.
1: I. I I didn't realize how good Jesse was going to meetings until he started going to meetings, and they thought it was me. Nice. it's it, good. I need those. They <laughs> thought they were talking to, like, the boss of Dirt Rider, and I'm like, bitching. I had such a good Perfect. day out at Glen Helen today, <laughs> and, they it, and they thought it was at a meeting. Even some people from our own yep. company. Not just the advertisers that Jesse Wode. So, I mean, he's got to be yep. good at whatever he's doing now, which is mostly ad sales, because so he's getting me to give him some money. To, to, yeah. to, to, I Most hurt. people can't believe it. They can't believe that we're getting you to give us money. It's called blood out of a turnip, my friend. It hurts. <laughs> we're trying. We're trying really hard, yeah. really hard out
2: there. Well, it, we wouldn't we wouldn't let you support us if we didn't believe in what you're doing and we didn't know well, for a fact that it works yeah, either. I, the other way.
1: I need to get that machine that pats me on the back automatically. <laughs> I
2: mean, we don't have <laughs> a sponsor that's room. just giving us <laughs> yeah. money. Yeah, we so. got. We only have sponsors. You know, it's Klein Motorcycle riding I like, gear I like them you a know lot. them yep. it's ktm Hussford and a gas gas group they not make familiar. bikes that are awesome not, not familiar yeah. uh, I, I, like, some I, like, I like yamahas,
1: i like i like yamahas over here but that's you a know
2: game. you know the guys at rally navigator really well and you've been a <laughs> master sure. rally navigator user hey how come i wonder why
1: i don't have rally navigator as a sponsor i'm gonna go you know what you may not get good your point. check from them i'm gonna go talk to mike <laughs> immediately after this show <laughs> 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 Well, yeah, you know,
2: it all works out. So, you know, all the people that are helping us out are right. uh, authentic motorcycle-minded businesses, and they really make great stuff. and We're we're proud to have them on the show. And you forgot try to, to mention
1: help. you forgot to mention Fast Company. They're a sponsor yeah, of your show going, too. I got a
2: big list. Fast uh-huh. Company yeah. is you know the boys at Fast Co. Have been helping you know all of us out for a long time, and right. they make some great products. I love them. We uh, got Moto minded on there. Mm-hmm. Moto minded just released a new rally tower for. Any current model, you know, Austrian dirt bike that is removable, it's like version 3.5. This thing is sweet. Yeah, they've so been, you they've been doing a, that you want to get a for a long time. Navigator tower, yeah, go to Moto Minded, and they got some great stuff. Giant Loop Moto bags are helping us. I mean, the list just kind of keeps going on and on. Takomoto, mm-hmm. I think he does your, you know, Roost your ups, upside up. down rooster endo segment yeah Yeah. so yeah there's a lot of good people aboard and we are pumped to have them
1: anyway i can talk about my sponsors organically jesse it makes me seem like less of a shill for them there you go yeah (laughs) so
2: uh uh, here i am making you look good again
1: okay so i actually i I actually i'm i'm ricky's doing really good ricky's my boy i got his i put his poster up behind me right now on the on the screen just to
2: to, he looks really good he looks good he sounds good he's confident I mean he's suffering just like everybody else is out there with those big days and those challenges but really the top 3 have separated themselves by about a 20 minute cushion at the moment and yep. they're just looking really good.
1: That that's real reminiscent of like back in my day it was always there would there would be sort of like a breakaway of a of a yep. group of guys and a lot of times it didn't it didn't matter because those guys you know like just attrition can take out anybody at any time this is this is the thing but when you when you have like these guys that kind of make a breakaway they they kind of start pushing each other and and the times when i saw it happen they would push each other and even the guy when the 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 second guy would go out and he was the only guy he wouldn't know it Mm -hmm. and he'd still be pushing and he'd go out because it was like during a you know during a stage the top two guys would just disappear and yeah it's so it's that's the that's the kind of interesting thing that can happen to this i I hate to see it, you know, when guys crash and get hurt. Um, I and it's just yeah. a bummer when it's a mechanical thing, it, but uh, but hey, this is yeah. why we line up and this is why we race and uh, I I will yeah, not this... I will not be talking about um Dakar that much on the show <laughs> because I I'm, I'm leaving it up to to you guys and and I and like I said, I I uh, I follow, I, I like listen. I, I'm glad that I taught you how to uh, play with uh, the YouTube's. Just enough to make your life (laughs) even more miserable Because now you can enjoy what I do once a week I only do it once a week Kind of like you do cycle news
2: yeah, cycle news once a week, which is way too often. Right, um, but it gets the information out there that people want, and I think people deserve. And I think Dakar Rally Daily is the same. It's it's a grind. Quinn and I are getting up at five a.m. every morning and just hounding all these people in Saudi Arabia on our cell phones through WhatsApp and everything. Like, hey, can you get a video of this guy? Can you? Oh, that's another thing. We have a guy on the ground this year. Right. A correspondent, Anthony uh, Bonello. He is embedded with a side by side team, but his stuff he's getting for us is absolute gold. He's he's interviewing people about what happened during the race. They're, they have their guard down. They're just being real. Yeah. And we're getting real inside information well, just well, like he's, if you he's were. Like, he's, he's like a, a, he's like a motorcycle so. guy
1: though. He, he was,
2: he's definitely yeah. a motorcycle guy. Yeah, right. he raced Sonora Rally. He's done some uh, other rally riding. Um, he filmed the KTM Adventure Rider Rally this year. So he's definitely a moto guy. He, he rips, but he's there as a video and a media guy for yeah, a side-by-side side team.
1: You, you hope that he keeps that side-by-side job. Uh, because there's yeah, no way you yeah, could afford definitely. to have a have a correspondent at Dakar <laughs> no
2: no he hit he hit Quinn up and said I'm I'm trying to go do you guys want me to help and we're like yeah well we'll try to kick down some sponsorship funds for you to help you out but you know it's not it's not going to pay for your trip to cool. Dakar that's yeah. for sure
1: <laughs> good at but least I know my money my money's stuff. not going in your pocket that's that was that no was it's not it's going to him it's going to a good cause not not my kids So cool. Well, anyways, I, you know, and if, and if, and if I were you and I'm not, and and I had kids, I would have, about 45 minutes ago, I would have given my kid a monster energy and I would have tried to (laughs) contain her on my lap while I was doing this call and make her scream to bloody hell because there's nothing worse and take this from, you know, I don't want to give anybody, there's nothing worse than hearing a child scream. And we love good audio quality here. (laughs)
2: <laughs> well i could arrange that i got three of them out there i'll just throw the phone out in the yeah. living room and let yeah. them fight
1: over it like a pack of wild dogs yeah yeah I, i'm sure that could happen so let's just we'll at that point we'll cut it off so <laughs> hey jesse thanks for coming on and telling us a little about the uh, podcast hopefully you know if you are listening you want to know more about dakar um that's the place to go they're on youtube um and they, like I said, yep. you, you got good little video clips in the YouTubes and, and, you know, you, it, you, it's kind of funny cause you, you're taking it to that next level, going from a straight audio format to something where there's some visuals and, but you can still listen to it as a podcast, which is really absolutely.
2: Cool. Yes. Awesome. Yep. Absolutely. If you watch the video, you're to see me fumble with buttons, which is always fun. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing but i'm
1: trying to make it work Uh, jimmy's doing that over here i'm doing that over here too i'm trying to it's a theme yeah it's you know when we start getting the big budgets it'll be all good so anyways jesse i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna see you out on the trail so cheers thanks okay thanks thanks, guys guys. cheers have a great night bye that was uh cycle news's digital throttles um dakar daily podcast jesse ziegler uh so yeah check check that out so ryan um we're gonna what we've got to get into. Is there there was one there was one thing I wanted you to. I I, think, I don't that? think I copied it. There was a, there was somebody somebody said something nice about Jesse, and I was going to read the comment, but I kind of forgot about it. So, uh, hey, another thing, another bit of news uh, that I want to tell you about is there is currently a lot of fake climb websites going on. There's kind of a news bit. I talked to the climb guys today. Cause actually I had my friend call me up and go, Hey man, they're having these really cool deals on this, this Artemis jacket. And I go, uh, that's a woman's jacket, dude. And he's like, he's like, yeah, but it's like, it's almost worth it. And then, I mean, I mean, who, I don't care what you wear, but I go, yeah. And then, and then he's almost too good to be true. And then, and then I was actually talking to my contact at climb. I was talking to Lucas and I'm like, Hey, I go, like a lot of people have been asking me these really good deals. He goes fake website scams. It happens so, more than you think. So right now there's a there's a bunch of them for climb. And if it's like weird climb dot U.S. Or, or, or climb online, all these weird websites, you're sending your money out into the atmosphere and you're not going to get anything. So be they're Just it's just a shell website that looks just like the regular one and there's a credit card thing and they take your money and you send them money and then good luck on trying to get it back. If, it, or, if it's
0: too good of a deal to, to be true, it probably is. Uh, right. we, we see it all the time at work, you know, or 4 for $50 and then they call uh, RevZilla customer service looking for their helmet and it's... Got yeah, got scammed. Yeah, yeah. got,
1: and, and they make they make everything look really good. So uh, be be really aware of that right now, uh, especially like I said on the climbs front. I hate to see any of our, I hate to see that happen to anybody, but especially when it's involved with one of our sponsors. So thanks totally. to thanks to um, Victor for asking. A couple other guys asked about it as well, and um, the the here's here's the thing. You know, we're always trying to boost our uh, viewership here. It's one of the things we do. Tonight we're giving away a special gift package from fast company so i didn't want to say this right at the beginning of the show i didn't want to say it on the instagrams but i think what we're going to do is uh, what should we do best we could do like the best comment of the night uh best 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 question could could get I'd it so it. so what what fast company is going to give you is uh, either a brake clevis or the uh return spring for the austrian style bikes um, and a some rim lock, um, rim lock. Uh, what do we call spacers? them? Spacers. They're not spacers. Caps. Um, center, yeah, centering things. Yeah, rimlock spacer things, and then also a T-shirt. So uh, it's it's a it's a it's it's a little thing, but it's a cool thing. So we're gonna start on on most of the shows. We're gonna start giving stuff away. I'm gonna have different ways to do it, but on this one, I think we're going to do our best question for the night, and I'll go back and uh, hopefully you're still watching when and and okay we're gonna it's gonna be top three questions
0: top three the
1: the best questions i'll try to i'll try to remember what they are mark them and then and then i'm going to because i have the ability to scroll on my thing over here so i can go back and see them because a lot of times i when they go off the screen they literally go into vapor sphere but that way i can kind of come back and and check on them and and then then you can argue for yourself to win the uh fast company package so huh interesting i saw someone pop up that said that said hi yeah Penny Rittenhouse I, you know I went to school with her in back when we we were doing communication arts back at like Cal Lutheran where I quote technically learned how to do all this crap <laughs> even though we were editing on three quarter inch beta and, and, and learning I don't how to do even know what
0: that means so yeah, before do, my
1: time doing television newscast things with giant cameras that were you know took two people to hold up but uh, yeah that was uh, back in the day so i need a giant console button like jesse ziegler well uh i have a little one look i have just a little teeny guy it's right it's right here i'll hold it up for the it's for fancy everybody. yeah I, I don't need. it's not gonna i'm gonna break the cable off it so if you want to know what the the, the fast company brake club is it's just a factory works part here i'll let you hold that up that and is I'm gonna, it is fancy check the, that out it's that's if you, know, oh, you hold it up to the camera there look at that thing yeah it's tight it's titanium and it's nice what is that? it's got
0: that cool finish on it
1: yeah i mean it's not anything you'd ever see but it's just more precise droptor and and the an interesting thing and in, in you know when you look at like what makes a works bike a works bike is people really taking the time to attention to detail and uh that's and fast company was making all these kind of little parts like their spoke torque wrench is amazing and there's lots of knockoffs, but they're not nearly as
0: good, and they don't hold their tune. Are, are you telling me I shouldn't just hit the spokes with a wrench and, you, and listen for it? You can do that. There's a better better way.
1: If you want to learn how to do that right, use a fast company sport torque wrench, and then all your spokes all are right. the same. It's it's pretty amazing. Checks so, out. Okay. Um, okay. The so let's get into the get into the questions. Oh, by the way, we're testing um, Tour suspension still. Uh, the KTM 300 and the Beta 300, we should just go straight into talking about that.
0: Talk about those before I forget?
1: Right. Um, yeah, because a couple beers can make people forget things. Uh,
0: it's been a whole 48 hours. <laughs> so since you wrote them or since your last beer? Uh, since I wrote them. Yeah.
1: So anyhow, uh, so we have the uh, the 2024 KTM 300 and the Beta 300. Trevor's had them for a while. He's done like initial um, kind of writing, writing impressions. I think they did a couple video impressions of them and then i finally got our hands on the both those bikes have about 30 hours on them they have uh different tires and now moose's in them uh and then there's a couple of tm design works parts on the beta just because they put them on for shooting some photos for another thing and other than that they are box stock just completely um standard bikes and i was amazed cuz today i weighed the bikes Oh, yeah and so i I was really impressed, and I I want to do one more bit of research that I didn't do, but uh, do you want to tell me how much you thought they weighed, full
0: tank of gas? F- full tank of gas? They had to be pretty even. I mean, what are we talking, 240 plus or minus, I don't know, 10 pounds maybe? Okay. Got to be, I mean, got to so, be in that range. So
1: the, the KTM was 253 pounds of the full tank Ooh. of gas. All right. I know. That's, that's kind of what I said when I because I weighed that one first. And this is full tank of gas, and they hate it when we do full tank of gas because <laughs> I think the KTM has 2.4-gallon gas tank, which I think is slightly bigger than the betas, which is right around 2. But anyways, so what do you think the beta weighed?
0: I feel like it's going to be a, a shocking answer. Two, 235? No. No? No.
1: 252. It huh. was actually with a pound of gas, it was one pound lighter. Now, a couple other things. I didn't take the I didn't take the flappy handguards off of okay. the, the two bikes and the uh, oil tanks on both of them were pretty much full as well. So these are about as full as they could get. And and they they have handguards and I don't think the beta comes with handguards. So you know, there's all these little things, but they're the same weight, which is crazy because the Beta always feels light when you ride it, but they used to literally be 20 pounds heavier than the KTM. And what has happened is the KTM has become what we'll call more motorcycle, which is strange because that engine is is so much smaller. And it, and when the crank is spinning around, you know, the crank inertia stuff, it feels like not, not the overall feel on the bike, but just the engine inertia feel and stuff is really light on that motorcycle, and I was, uh, I was really, really surprised. I'm kind of wondering where that weight came from on that motorcycle. Yeah, that's pretty shocking. But I think I might be remembering back to when they, maybe they weren't, they were electric start. They were still down in the, you know, the high 230s maybe. So somehow there's 10 pounds have come onto that motorcycle. I think some of the wheels and axles have gotten a little bit bigger. Um, maybe the suspension since they've gone to the more, the cartridge fork. Maybe that's gained some weight, but I don't I don't know where it came from. Uh, the question is like, do you feel it? N- no. Not, no. Neither of those bikes feel 250 pounds.
0: No. No. Not at all.
1: Yeah. And uh, so, kind of a uh, kind of a kind of a fun um, fun little thing there. When I, when I weighed him, I was I was pretty pretty shocked. Um, but overall, uh, which one? That's everybody wants one. Okay. <laughs> which one's the fastest?
0: Which one's the fastest? I mean, we, we drag raced them a couple times in different gears, and, I mean, they're right next to each other. Dead, so, I mean, the fastest, even. but, which, I mean, which one feels faster? It's tough. Um, I mean, the beta feels faster, but for strange reasons, I feel like. Right. It, it's it, a raw two-stroke feeling machine, you know, yeah, whereas I, the the so, KTM's a... It's a tractor, you
1: know. Yeah, it's the, so they're both tractors. Uh, the the beta for sure, I totally agree with you. It does feel faster. It has it has more of a carbureted feel. But if you put somebody on those bikes and didn't let them look underneath, and you you'd say you'd say both these bikes are fuel injected or both these bikes are carbureted, and everybody say they're both fuel injected. It, yeah. the, the the throttle response and the jetting on the on the on the beta is that good. It is it's ridiculous compared to even four or five years ago. How far along the jetting has come that the the you know the the I mean other than having to turn the choke on to start it when it's really cold and it was you know 35 degrees yeah. when I started him up not a big not a big difference. So uh yeah they handle it. They're they're exactly the same fastest. They're the fat half fa- you know fast. I think the I think top speed, the beta would win on top speed because it feels like the gearing is just a tad bit wider especially third to fourth yeah fourth to fifth has a little bit of jump and then and then i don't know if the jump to sixth is is that much more it's still pretty close like you don't feel the gap fifth to sixth um where but i think the final the final drive the total top top speed it has a little bit more so it would run a little bit faster i think you could actually top the ktm out you could get it to kind of go into rev limiter uh in sixth gear which is still it probably be I want to say it'd be 95 miles an hour. I've not taken out to the dry lake bed to try to blow it up yet, but I could.
0: We'll have to get there. <laughs>
1: yeah. So um, that's the uh, that's uh, handling wise. So I I was I was kind of like I said shocked about the weight. Probably the biggest thing I was shocked about was the weight, and the beta feels has always felt way lighter than it is. It still feels really light to me the beta and this is where i think we're going to disagree a little bit to me the beta feels like it has a long wheelbase and it feels like it it acts more stable than it is
0: i think we are going to disagree on that one It, it felt like to me a shorter wheelbase bike and i i think a lot of that comes from we talked about it while we were out on the trail. The the geometry of it. You're what five foot ten around there. Yep. I'm six foot two. When I was on the beta, I felt hunched over and cramped, so it just felt like a smaller bike to me. But I think that might have just been. And we we haven't taken a tape measure to it unless you yeah. have. No, the, I
1: didn't. I didn't. I didn't get around to doing the tape measure, the rider triangle, or any of that stuff. But I did look at the bars closely, and they are they are kind of a low bend handlebar, there. which would kind of because I'm, I'm actually. One of the things I want to get for it, surprise, surprise, is a set of flex bars. I want to get flex bars and their and their and their foot pegs because uh, I I don't know if I'm put on that one because we are going to get a 300 r race edition. It has the two spark plug head and some stuff. They want us to test that one just to kind of compare and contrast the differences. But um, I, I uh, on one of those bikes because because the the chassis has a little bit stiffer feel on the front end. Oh yeah, and uh, and you kind of feel that it's and it's not the forks. It's not the action of the forks, it's just a stiffer, stiffer chassis, but um, but you felt more like the KTM was more roomy.
0: Oh, yeah, it felt like I was it felt like I was sitting in the bike more than on it. The beta felt like I was sitting on top of it when I'm standing up. I'm really hunched over. Uh, the KTM in the seated position at least, felt like the bars were much higher and then standing much less hunched over um, when we were getting a little more aggressive and uh, into some of that single track we were on. Um, very, very different feeling bikes, just geometry wise, at least for me.
1: With the um, with the kind of the, the position, like you know, you said you sit into the KTM. I like that, so I think it's funny, and I and I do feel like I sit more in the KTM. I sit more on top of the Beta, and kind of depending on the riding, it makes a, a big difference in which one you know which I really prefer. But the I think when. You, you know, you start like looking at the ergonomics on them kind of affect the handling to a certain extent where the KTM doesn't feel as stable, but I was blown away by how stable it was. Oh yeah. And, and I, I kind of, you know, you hear people talk about all oh, the frames too stiff and there's all this stuff, not, not on the two strokes. And I asked a few people that really know, and they're like, I don't know why they're complaining about the two stroke. And I, I didn't know. Cause I hadn't really, I've ridden the XC, the, the 250 and 300 XC previous to this. I didn't feel it there. That was on a motocross track, and on this bike, I didn't feel any sort of stiffness or stiffness problems. And I, you know, I think it's just like people hear things and then they get it in their brains. I don't, I don't know where you feel that that bike is quote stiff.
0: I don't know where anybody would get that. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. coming from the perspective of not having ridden an Austrian three hundred since the the pre TPI days, um, but yeah, I mean, it it, it felt buttery smooth out there. It was. Pretty wild compared to some of the older uh, older KTM's I've I've thrown a leg over. And
1: for everybody,
0: let them know what what you currently ride. Hey, <laughs> a, uh, a very unsuitable off road bike. I have a 2011 Honda CRF 450R that uh, got the desert treatment. You know, Trail Tech uh, kickstand, big tank, 18 inch rear wheel, um, just the the regular off road mods. So um, so you you are coming from a a stiff chassis, very rigid chassis that has no business on the trails that we were riding. But,
1: <laughs> and, and it's, it's those kind of rocks and stuff that we have a lot of, we have a lot of trails that are very rocky, the loose kind of rocks that'll deflect. And that's where, you know, a stiff chassis generally deflects bad. I mean, it like it, yeah. it like it goes, it hits certain things and then it just lets go. And, and neither of these bikes really did that. Yeah. The beta just felt the stuff that you were hitting a little bit more in the front and I, I think we could play with some ride height and 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 play with the fork clickers, which we didn't. I didn't feel the need. I mean, we're riding powder snow some of the time. I yeah. was gonna try to pull a couple of video clips and throw them out there. We'll save that for the video. But uh, yeah, so handling. I think they're different flavors, uh, but they, they're they're both getting better. Uh, the the because I have a 2019 KTM and that that bike makes my KTM feel heavy and kind of kind of like more like the beta you know more kind of cantankerous even though compared to the old you know back in 2019 we did this comparison the beta felt a lot lighter than my bike even though it was heavier so beta really hasn't changed weight that much it's gained it's gained just a little bit they put a counterbalancer on the motor so um there's little little things like that um Fuel mileage, fuel economy. So I, the only thing I can tell you about this is Trevor kept some notes and stuff, and the beta is always using a little bit more fuel. And it's like, so if you use a gallon in the KTM, you'll use 1.1 gallon in the beta. And so I think it's the difference between fuel injection and carburation, but not in the way you think. I think if you put a catch container, because I know because I've done this before, you put a catch container on the vent hoses of the carburetors, oh, yeah. you would find that amount of gas in... <laughs> the catch hoses—that's kind of like what's spilling, quote, spilling out of the of the carburetor, because uh, and, and they're they're both oil injected, which is awesome. Other than I can't see.
0: That was that was weird. The, yeah. well, it, it is full. On the it KTM. was full. I, ch- I
1: checked it, and yeah, it takes eight hundred cc's, and 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 so I th- we think on the KTM we think uh, the sensor is going bad in the oil injector thing. I talked to somebody at KTM today. They said it's not a problem, which means maybe they've heard about it before, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but sure. anyways, it is so so I'm going to order another one of those. I'm going to get that cleaned up. And so cuz the light was coming on and off, so I tried to fill it up. I only put 200 cc's and I'm like, "Well, that's not low enough to to need to do this." But the the beta, it's under it, you know, you can at least see the beta one in the, under the tank. You can see the KTM under the where the this, yeah. the fill spout. Yeah, if you
0: get a mirror and crouch down. You,
1: you can see if it's, if you've got a, you know, <laughs> if you get a red, you know, oil or something, in there, something that you can see, you can see it and you could say, okay, there's enough in here. But uh, I, I love oil injection. Um, it's just, it just does, it just takes the hassle out. You can pull it at the gas station and don't have to worry about mixing. And it's, it works really good in my opinion. The, uh, some some of the other things. So that so the light switch in the KTM is also a little funky. It's a kind of this new. It looks like a new ergonomic high tech light yeah. switch, except, is, compared to the old plunger.
0: Yeah, I was looking for a plunger and couldn't find yeah, it.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> I think it's it's broken. Also, it has some stuff. So I'm I'm k- kind of curious about the quality. So I so when I was talking to KTM, I said, Hey, can I tear this thing apart? And they're like, oh, Yeah, okay. So I'm I'm going to get a top end because they recommend the top end. It. 40 hours so our bike will have 50 hours on it by the time i get around to it and i'll just take it apart so i can learn and look and see if the build quality has changed because it's been a few years since i've done this this is what we do at dirt bike test we don't just you know shit out another test after 30 (laughs) minutes of riding it around just enough time to get 10 good photos and then post it on our website and have a bunch of pictures and say yay look at us we rode this bike yeah so um i think we'll probably have some questions on this uh but Gronk is having fun with the Dakar Fantasy Derby. Oh, Jesse forgot to plug his own gambling site. Oh geez. Yeah, they have a they have a you can um, you can pick. It's like a fantasy league. Nice. So um, let's see. You need a let's see. Where are we at? Will there be a V Strom eight hundred D review on dirt bike test anytime soon? Uh, I don't know. I haven't really. We have some Suzuki's in our stable of bikes, but I ron i don't i don't know uh, i wouldn't mind riding one lowbrow hey jimmy speaking of torque specs i was looking at the manual for my o3 yz 250 let's see so that was chiseled into stone right
0: yeah, something like
1: that okay so Steel it, frame yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and it shows the front axle being something like 71 foot pads would you actually tighten it that much
3: eh.
0: uh what's pro- a torque spec is 71 foot pounds but oh, i said what's a torque spec oh what is it (laughs) oh no
1: no no you need to know what a torque yeah um i don't know if that's what they recommend that's where i would start and the rear axle and stem were insanely high as well so what i'll tell you is is the yamahas that i have received lately that have been prepped by yamaha they take them and they prep them before they give them to media and stuff like that the axles have been ridiculously tight (laughs) and so i have never really checked the torque spec to be honest with you uh, on those um i haven't i don't really the yamaha seem like they work well enough where i don't go into the, to, to torquing tuning you know which i do on hondas all the time uh but if that's where they if that's where it is that's where i'd start with and then if i wanted to make a change in adjustment i wanted to flex a little bit more maybe i'd lighten some of that stuff up but um yeah that's it they, they probably didn't come loose then and Ron D Moyer says, what's your 90s rally Beamer weight with full tanks of gas? 420 pounds. Yeah, full tanks of weight, full tanks of gas. No, it might have been more. I think the, 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 quote, empty weight was 420. You can look up the specs of that thing someplace. Like if you search BMW 900RR factory rally bike, there is someplace that gives you that information. And Motorsport says, I like dirt bikes in the 240 to 250 range. They are so much more stable in rock gardens. I used to ride lots of 125s in the woods, and deflection was an issue. Excellent point. Because when bikes start getting light, like when you go from a two-stroke to a four-stroke, you you, you lose some of that, that kind of mass. And even, I, I see it mostly when we're working with like beginner riders and they hop on a heavy bike and they feel really comfortable (laughs) and they hop on a light bike and they're all of a sudden they're twitchy and they they don't they don't like it because it's responding really quickly to what they're doing where the heavy bike doesn't the heavy bike once they get it moving is very very stable on the on this you know when you get up in that 240 250 260 range you know especially with bikes with a lot of power the, the the motor inertia plays into that and and it helps keep them going straight. Where you get on like a two fifty two stroke, you know, a light one like a Yamaha, and they can get kind of they can get kind of dancy. And it's just I think you get used to it because end result, you're there's enough inertia at two hundred pounds to kind of mostly keep you going. It's just every little bit of pound it just exponentially as it starts moving, it's harder to change its direction to a certain extent. So um yeah let's see motorsports that's one of the reasons i prefer a 250 xcw over my 200 xc in nasty terrain says gronk and jason Abbott, i definitely noticed a difference after 10 hours on my 2023 uh 300 xc what difference did we make uh, Chain Slayer is the Dakar game site, by the way. So this everybody thinks I have. Adder- I need to take Adderall because this show goes all <laughs> over the place. I'm just reading your comments. Yeah, you have notes. I have I have notes. Organized. Ooh. Yeah. Ever ride into the Reju uh, 200, 300s? I have ridden the 300, um, but I rode it when it was a gas-gas. <laughs> so I haven't ridden the actual Reju one, but I rode the gas-gas that is basically the same, the exact same thing. And I don't know if they've changed much. Um, What are the country of origin of the beta and KTM? I've heard KTM is going to China next year. So, yes, KTM has announced that they're going to move some of their production to China. Uh, If you want to listen to episode 214, Quinn Cody uh, was on the show and he talked about it. Me and him talked about it lightly. We can talk about it a little bit, but they're not going to start producing uh, many of the... They're not going to start assembling any of the higher level KTMs uh, in China currently from what, you know, Quinn was aware of. They're going to definitely start doing more manufacturing there, pieces and stuff. But I think you would be surprised at how much stuff is already produced there anyways. You fools watching the bike weight and your fat ass is 260 pounds. Uh, Victor, I'm not 260 pounds, fool. (laughs) Uh, Jimmy Campbell sometimes I like a 500 in rock gardens but the two stroke is definitely less fatigue makes perfect sense and uh, I feel the non race edition baited forks have a lot of stiction the harshness is pronounced if you don't run proper rear sag and then somewhere around 50 hours there's no more internal anodizing interesting that is interesting that's in the olden the olden days that could have been a little bit more uh, common I haven't put 50 hours on a beta but we had a 2013 and we stripped that thing down to the frame and tore everything apart and it wasn't bad at all Uh, but again if you ride the bike for 50 hours without changing the fork oil which people do you can expect that i would on a beta i just tell you service the suspension after about 10 hours and so we're we're past that right now actually not on our shock because so i was complaining about the ktm the the, the the light and the, the button. Our beta, the problem we had on our beta was someone tried to adjust the spring preload and got happy with it and actually unscrewed the shock body because they were hitting on it so hard and it wasn't the rings weren't separating. and they unscrewed. So I have some I'll, I'll do some techs tech tips on that and and show you how to make that not happen or how to be aware of it to be smarter.
0: So, um, yeah. What do you think, uh, without having riding or without having ridden the, uh, the race edition, you think the, uh, the KYB forks are going to make a a world of difference? So
1: Trevor, Trevor raced a two fifty RR this weekend. Uh, there's a nice video. I don't know if he put it on dirt bike test. I know he put it on his own personal site. Um, but, uh, he said not a big difference, like in, in, in frame feel and stuff like that. Uh, as far as suspension, he, in, He's going fast and he can. He thinks everything's too soft, everything on the trail riding side. So this bike was too soft for him. And he said that one was also with the Kayaba forks was too soft. And he didn't make any comments like, oh, the Kayabas was so much better or anything like that. So I don't don't know that it's that much better. I don't think it's going to be that much better. And when Jason Abbas was talking about that, he said that the frame feel was better after 10 hours. So our bike definitely has, ten. I think, like I said, has 30-some-odd hours on it now. And I did not feel... On the KTM, any um, frame rigidity issues. Uh, Jennifer Morton says, I had two betas and both shocks came apart while adjusting sag. Well, your ham-fisted husband, (laughs) um, yeah, uh, decided to uh, not do it properly, so he should watch some of my videos. That's what I'm just going to say. Because you didn't adjust the sag, did you, Jen? Are you beating the shit out of your shocks? <laughs> uh, okay. Five pound
0: mallet. Yeah. You
1: know. So, uh, so you like the beta better? I, so, if you were gonna buy one, you'd buy a beta.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a tough one. It depends on what I want. Would want to do with it? If I wanted to maybe go race it, I think I would go with the beta. I'm, I'm a retired B class. Mid front pack guy. I'm not a fast guy by H- any hair means. Hair scrambles too. Hair scrambles in the Northeast. I'm right. from New Jersey. raced raced up there. But um, if I were to go with one of those two bikes, I would go with the Beta, uh, which is surprising because the last Beta that I rode, which was I mean probably close to ten years ago, hated the thing. Huh. But very very different machine. And um, yeah, that's that's where I'd I'd put my money. I.
1: It's funny because the one... okay so so the one thing that i'm that i liked about the beta one thing i really liked, is we started playing with the power valve and you could kind of tune the power a little bit you know you could get you could kind of move the hit around like where where it kind of really started coming on and i can't do that with a ktm and and i was talking to somebody about the the two different maps the green and the white map and they're not aggressive and less aggressive they're kind of two different things Uh, one has more over rev and the one with more over is the one that I felt like had more hit, kind of where I was bringing on. But the, it, it, believe it or not, it kind of like it kind of has this little thing where it sort of learns what you're doing. It kind of depends on the the rate of RPM and stuff. So they they don't. It, it made sense when he explained like how they're sort of set internally to how they were how they were working. It made sense to me. But I am pissed off that I cannot adjust the power valve on that thing. <laughs> now electronically they don't have a little app and i found a place that has an and tuning some tunability um that i'm going to contact them and shortly and try to get something a tuner that i can do some of this stuff but that is like it, it really bothers me but i think i would still get that knowing that i could i would go with the ktm knowing that if i could get the ability to quickly flash tune the ecu and make that thing into whatever i wanted because It's a little too, you know, we started talking about the power. The funny thing is the KTM, it's like I said, it's not slow, but when you turn the throttle, it's almost like a freaking electric bike. Yeah. It's, it just, there's no, the throttle response is insane, but it doesn't snap or pull. It just, I mean, it pulls, but it doesn't bark or lunge. It just, it just, all of a sudden it's like, okay, more power, you know, and the more you want, just keep turning it farther so um yeah that's uh that's kind of that was the one thing but i i probably probably go and i like i love pds suspension i really really like pds suspension especially since there's no linkage hanging down uh because i like hopping over stuff that's stupid so uh let's see um i have a 2019 wr yz 450x what are your thoughts on trying the jimmy map on it well the if you're map. jimmy yeah i i had a map that it probably it's probably called you know they they name the maps after whoever you know if you send it to somebody i had a map for that bike i think it was more for y, is it yz uh, no, but it was for yz not x. i had some x maps i know this if you're jimmy it's the best map that i know this makes sense <laughs> yeah for sure it's the best map but you're tony and I think you might need a Tony map, but here's here's the thing. You can start with a Jimmy map and then you can kind of play around with it and make it different or better.
0: Yeah. I mean with that uh, Yamaha Power Tuner app, super simple, right? Right. It almost
1: sound like an ad read. That's awesome. Almost yes, it 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 is. It is the best thing about the Yamaha four strokes is the ability to just be able to go in and and do and and kind of this is why I get pissed off at other brands now for not allowing you to do that. Because you know, no, now Kawasaki does. Kawasaki's on the bandwagon with this. Honda kind of was with the, you know, they, they had the ability to do it, but it wasn't free. It was expensive. But, um, KTM just completely, they tried a couple of years ago to bring some sort of a dashboard thing and all, and they just clipped it. They, they're, they do not want you tuning their bikes or gas gases or Huskies. And, um, I'm going to, I'm going to try to figure out a way around that. Victor says, why did you, he's talking to, he's talking to you it says hey say, ryan why did you choose the crf 450r for
0: desert riding i didn't choose the crf 450r for desert riding it chose me victor um <laughs> i uh actually at the time i Vic-
1: victor is a honda guy
0: victor's a honda guy right on um big honda guy i actually had a, i was on blue crew had a yz 250 fx uh, when i lived in vegas and um tried to use it like a dual sport got it street legal riding on the highway up to apex or mount charleston wherever and um blew the crank up doesn't like highway speeds uh ended up getting rid of that bike after i rebuilt it and didn't have a full-size bike for a while i had my little honda 110 you know to get my fix in but um was look this was around like mid 2020 maybe wanted a brand new 450 rx and could not find one had to get on a wait list um wasn't having it and uh, this 2011 popped up with next to zero hours on it for a steal um i had a 2010 crf 250r that i raced hair scrambles on back east and uh loved that bike that's the uh, the stink bug bike the chatapult bike right. that nobody liked right uh, i loved it for racing off-road figured i'd pick this thing up turn it into a desert bike and uh yeah i think now it has maybe a total of about 30 hours on it and uh it's it's fun i it got the Re- recluse radius cx in it it's a little more off-road friendly but still not the uh not a ktm 300 xcw or beta 300 rr by any means
1: yeah and and uh but you know it's 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 like just like a lot of us like not me i'm i'm special i have i actually can't afford new bikes because i have 70 old ones <laughs> so um it's just it's you know your time is what you can afford it's what what fits into the program totally. and and uh, everything so yeah, victor is kind of that same thing he's a he's a honda guy as well i know he but his he, he has a lot of shit i mean his he's got some really beat up bikes so he's probably gonna make an offer on your bike here real soon hey,
0: i mean everything's for sale <laughs> you know.
1: john carrell Says, do you think more 302 strokes will dominate desert over 354 strokes? Hmm. That's a, that's an interesting th- I see. I don't think there's a competition between those two bikes really in the desert.
0: I'm new With, out here. So yeah, this, this is I for mean, you.
1: Well, I mean, it's like in the desert, you just want the biggest, baddest. So 300 right now is the biggest, baddest in the two stroke for, you know, what you can just easily buy. And then you're looking at 450s and 500s, you know, kind of things for the. So so the 350 kind of fits in that sort of middle ground and it's more it's in a kind of a category by itself. But I. I, I think, boy, I mean, like desert racing, what I want to. I mean, if I, there's no reason why I would want a 350 when I can have a 450, yeah. four-stroke four kind of a thing, and, and and then when I go 350 versus a uh, 450 versus 300 two-stroke, it's like, do I like a two-stroke or do I like a four-stroke? It's that simple. I think you're going to have more performance out of a four-stroke, just you know, all the time, longer power band, more power, um, you know, lot lot, you know, I don't want to say drivability anymore. It used to be drivability, you know, with with the the the, the the four stroke had so much more drivability than two strokes. So There's a high strung, but like the power bands in these things almost never end. No. They just, they, they, they with the power valve control they have now and the way the jetting's gotten better and everything. Uh, I think it's, do you, do you want a two stroke or a four stroke? And if you, if you want, you know, the three hundred stroke, is it going to feel as light as a 300 two stroke? So now, now if we get into the weight feel part of the game, I think that the four stroke at low RPMs, uh, no, it yeah the four stroke at low RPMs might feel a little
0: heavier. Yeah, but out wide open desert, I mean yeah, if you're talking yeah. works or national hair and hound, do you even notice that? the the weight feel of the bike yeah. it's more
1: the weight feels more related to how much power the bike's putting out. So, but I think they're kind of on similar levels. I mean, I think peak power is probably kind of kind of the same. But I wonder if you'd feel the weight of the four-stroke, which isn't that much more. I mean, you're talking probably maybe three three to five pounds more. Uh, it's a good... I think it's you like two-strokes or four-strokes and then make yeah. the decision there. But it, they're not going to dominate anything. Uh, Mike from Rally Navigator says, uh, Rally Navigator supports Tech Talk. Uh, sent my big-time sponsor money. Checks in the mail. Really? I didn't... I don't know if I got the... the I have to, I'm going to have to check the mail <laughs> that checks in the mail. Um, it's an FX. Yeah, I, I, I got that, Tony. I saw that. YZ450X. And yeah, I figured with the X on the end of it. So, hey, um, it's about that time where we usually take a, a short little break. But I'm going to tell you, you, know, when we come back, we're going to talk. Uh, We've got a lot of Honda Transalp questions. We have some uh, regular. Oh,
0: yeah. Regular, pages.
1: We have regular questions. And then we will do the always amazing. Brought to you by takomoto.co, Roost or Endo. So um, get ready, uh, strap in. Uh, well, take a pee, then strap in for the next exciting hour of this amazing show.
0: The defending champion, the all new Yamaha
3: YZ450F. what's up moto buddies mike here from taco moto co what is the taco touch it's the best service in the industry virtually 24 7 tech support via email or text and it's like having a dirt bike doctor on call every day of the year helping you fix your bike or recommend parts or setups for you if you've ever received an order from us you know that the taco touch extends to our fulfillment and our orders come with the coolest stickers That you've ever had uh, buying parts from anybody before and a handful of root beer barrel candies Um, all of our taco moto co-branded components come with a no questions asked lifetime warranty and we'll even extend out the warranty of other manufacturers oem and aftermarket parts where we can sometimes for life We test and tune endlessly and exhaustively and obsessively. We're trying to destroy everything that we can before you get your hands on it to look for weaknesses and to improve it or to make recommendations to the manufacturer. And if it's something that doesn't uh, meet grade, then we don't offer it on the store. Everything that we carry is something that we have personally used, tested, and ridden, and raced, and knows meets uh, the high taco touch demanding standard. Go out and get some adventure. (laughs)
1: back. I'll put the mic in front of my face here. Um, best comp, best question tonight gets a fast company care package prize. So, uh, if you have a good question, um, put it in the chat, we will get to it. We always like your questions. Uh, That's what the show is about. It's where you get to answer your motorcycle, motorcycle, product-related questions. Uh, An update on the Tech Talk Taco t-shirts. Remember how it took a long time to get the the order form built for ordering the t-shirts? Well, it's taking a similar amount of time for me to get those t-shirts produced. So I do... I'm actually going to look at someone that's going to print them out because Jerry made such an awesome design that it has a lot of colors in it. And it's very complex. So there's a lot of different ways to get it printed. And I could get it printed to the same level that uh, Jerry did. And then it would cost me like $5 each to for every t-shirt we had. <laughs> so um, we're working on it. It's, it's don't worry. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not like the fake uh, scam sites that are. No, no, not that I am. Uh, getting it done, and you will get your Tech Talk taco T-shirt Tuesday T-shirt again. Again, limited edition. Thank you, for everybody, joining. And as a as a as a as a bonus, I'm gonna drop extra cool stuff into some of the boxes.
0: Just cool stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get some. I have some some DBT T-shirts, and we have some stickers, and just there's different things. I got some Jimmy Lewis off road. Uh, you know, www Do you want to become a better rider? I I do. I do. uh, We 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 helped you. You did. We did. We you did come to the class.
0: I was shocked. Really? Yeah. Had uh. I mean, twenty something years of riding dirt bikes, racing, doing well. Got some plaques on the wall and uh, showed up thinking, you know, it was a basic rider course. What? uh, No, it wasn't. What What is this going to? The most. uh, It's the.
1: It's the most basic class, and it's it's a it's an it's a I'll try to say this. It's putting it lightly. Yeah. It's it's as advanced. Okay. Hold on a second. It's as Wait
0: advanced me. as you can possibly make it. Right on. I got it. I got it. Right, here, I'll join you. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. So welcome to hour two of Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. Thank <laughs> you, Ryan, for helping me with my plug. It's the most advanced class you can take. We have a couple classes. We have one coming in February. We have an all-women's class, by the way, uh, coming up in uh, March. And then uh, in April, we have another regular class going. So thanks for everybody for supporting awesome us. stuff. Yeah, check it out. It's it really, um, and I'm just patting myself. i have my pat myself on the back machine here. We I've been doing it for over 20 years now, and we spend a lot of time just learning how to teach the stuff that you may have kind of left out in your. And and we even saw this when we were just, oh, yeah. <laughs> we we're just we we're we we're testing 300s like 300s need to be tested. It. I said, hey, let's go do a little quote hard enduro.
0: <laughs> a little,
1: yeah. <laughs> it got it got a little hard, but it was all about like you know traction. It was places to test the the power, and it's funny, kind of funny because because. It's just places where you couldn't use speed and momentum all of a sudden you had to really feel attraction and all that stuff and i i wanted to kind of see how the bikes performed differently there cuz that's what 300s are kind of known for and so yeah I we mean, we rode them in the snow and rode them in the slick rocks and loose rocks and up and down ledges and it was good times yep. so um yeah thanks for uh, joining it. now i got the t-shirt thing out of the way uh, we are going now. to go should we should we go into? should we do rooster right now we could got them all lined up. Okay, let's let's go straight into Rooster Endo brought to you by Taco Moto. That's tacomoto.co. Uh rewind the tape about uh 4 minutes and you can listen to Mike talk about what tacomoto.co is. Anyways, um what when we we decided who we we're, we're going to go with Dylan first? Yeah, we're going with okay, Dylan. Okay, so here's how we typically do this on the show. Uh you start you we okay i got to tell people how this works. So Rooster Endo is a segment that we invented where you send us a picture of your bike. I like a good picture. You send us a picture of your bike, and you tell us about the bike. Now, you can tell us about the bike however you'd like, and then we will discuss your bike. And the bike that brings us the most enjoyment, and we we will decide in the end. We will just drop the hammer, and we'll say whether it roosts or endos, and there's no in-between. It roosts, which is good, or it endos, which is bad. And then uh, the one that gives us the most enjoyment, you get a $100 gift certificate 100 from bucks. Takamoto. Yeah, Nice. Hey, it's not a lot, but it's 100 bucks more than you had when you sent the picture in with the description. So let's start with uh, what, who's, our, who's our, uh, our first one up, if I can get my thing over here.
0: First up, we've got Dylan.
1: Dylan. Okay.
0: We have a... It's 20, a Honda. It's a, it's a red bike. Oh, red it's a red bike. Bike. I like red bikes. It's good. We're off to a good start. Okay. Um, we'll save judgment for the end. 2022 Gas Gas EX250 TPI. Uh, looks like Dylan had a suspension revalve, an FMF factory fatty with a turbine core 2 silencer, a Cherubes VSL headlight with True North Motos wiring harness, uh, Enduro engineering handguards, a TM design skid plate, and... Uh, Think this bleeds onto the next page. Idle screw mod, uh whatever that is.
1: Uh so that's um yeah, so that's a that's a that's a solid looking not Honda. Honda does not make two strokes anymore. Yeah, boo. Wish yeah. they would.
0: Well um broke my heart in two thousand seven. So,
1: so I'm gonna say that this bike just bleeds northeast.
0: It does. And it does. The it only th- thing that's got me concerned, it looks like open ended enduro engineering handguards.
1: Yeah, but that's a that's kind of a big thing that a lot of times uh, I'm trying to think of uh, there's a lot of guys that are kind of afraid of the wraparounds and yeah. and so they, they kind of want the open ended hand guards and, and stuff so we actually had a question about that on one of the other shows Like, and I, I mean we were talking about it like I've never really seen anything I mean I've heard of it
0: I've heard of it too but it's just slip through the hand guard yeah, break through, the, but, the wrist
1: yeah but that's a that, I think it's more of a it happens way less than you think and I mean, I I had to make the decision. Like, I was desert racing, and I was running with wraparounds. And they're like, oh, you're crazy. And I'm like, (laughs) well, you know, if my bike tips over, crashes, or in my case, would cartwheel. And I didn't crash that much, but when I did, it was spectacular. I I needed to have my throttle and my clutch and brake working when I got back up. So (laughs) I went with wraparounds. But, yeah, good, good, uh, good point to uh, I need to talk to the enduro, or enduro engineering guys. Um, they 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 were they were helping out dirt bike tests in the early early days of uh, dirt bike tests back in 2014. But uh, the, I like the bike. I of all of the KTM TPI bikes, the best one I ever rode was a gas gas. And it was funny because we rode it at, at an intro, and I came back and I said, "Hey, what did they do different to this bike?" And they're like, "Nothing. It's the same." <laughs> and I'm like. No, no, there's something different. they're like, no. And come to find out, it actually had a different ramp in the power valve. This is on the mechanical power valve, the older one. And, I I mean, it took a lot of digging to find that out. Like, they, you know, and and because they they do want to make those brands all a little bit different, even though they're all kind of built in the same place-ish factory kind of thing but they do like to make them different but uh this bike it screams northeast and not just because i see the d d it's a uh, what what it would dnr that's a so dnr looking sign it's not like a forest service sign it looks a little bit different for some reason to me i don't know i, I could be wrong yeah. i actually i'm wrong a lot let me see if i can headlight on an
0: ex maybe zoom try up. and sneak into a uh, plated bike Duro. yeah I don't know where, you or know, your Honda Goldwing plate on the back and see what happens
1: <laughs> where exactly it is. But, yeah, just kind of like looking, taking a look around there. Um, OK, so I, I, I like I like the uh, for sure. I'm trying to put this big back on the screen playing with buttons here. I, I like pretty much everything about this bike, It you know, because I'm not a big graphics guy. Not me either. <laughs> as, as you can as you as you can see with some of some of my rides and stuff like that. But I'm going to get on him for his, his photo. Like, this is what I call a condescending photo.
0: Condescending, all right.
1: Right, because he's he's talking down. He's taking a picture <laughs> down on his motorcycle. Okay. and And uh, I, I want to see, you know, if you look at, like, you know, guys that know what they're doing, like, guys with, like, you know, we used to say, like, real photographers. Now it's like, look at some Instagrammers, and they're all doing these low angles and, you know, get some right. different things. But I kind of want to go riding there. It looks like he's there either early in the morning, late in the afternoon. He's got a good headlight, so late in the afternoon I'm not bothered. You know, go out and still rip around with the light on and everything like that. The ground looks like it's fairly moist. I'm, I'm good. I'm ready to go. Yeah. But the, the photo is talking down to the motorcycle. Your partner, you're gonna go ride.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I can see past that. If I squint, uh. it looks just like my uh 2011 CRF 450. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, I, I, did, I did. I did call it. it
1: so. I did. I did call it a Honda there. So.
0: Yeah, if I squint, it looks very familiar. Okay. Um, love seeing a red front fender. That might be another reason why I like that Beta 300 more. We were talking it, about it, earlier. If,
1: if the photo were nicer, it'd be a full roost straight across roost. But I'm gonna go. So where are you going? Oh,
0: I, I'm going roost.
1: Roost. Okay. I'm gonna do a roost also because I've seen the f- other photos that we have, and this one is better because it's actually on the dirt.
0: Oh, you weren't supposed to look at these. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, I don't. I didn't <laughs> cheat. So okay,
1: uh, Dylan, uh, that's that's a that's a roost for you there. What is the? Uh, hold on a second. What is the 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 board? Uh, it's a clean, not all that cluttered up. Mark Daniel says it's a roost. I should just include Mark in all of our comments now because he's a he's a loyal like top full top fan loyal listener and he knows that he knows the the shtick he understands how this work he usually gives a pretty good like he says it's not all clean not all cluttered up and it's a ruse and that bike looks effective oh yeah and i do like an effective dirt bike yeah so okay i'm gonna overlook your photo because the photo is effective too it gave us a picture of the bike and it worked like all the other ones but not as bad so okay um Mike, Mark Shane says, the new TSP, new ERM can adjust the power valve on the TBI bikes. Mark, you are correct, and that is one of the things I'm investigating currently. Um, what? 100 Tacos. I hope you show my old Berg. <laughs> wait 100 there, tacos there might
0: be an old old do D- we
1: here. offer 100 tacos instead of 100 bucks
0: 100 tacos 100, 100 bucks I mean, either way is a pretty good deal if you can get dollar tacos so, taco prices have gone up 100 hey, bucks for 100 tacos is a smoking deal
1: hey when i started this we started it tech we started at taco tuesday at ramiro's restaurant and tacos were a buck <laughs> so yeah well, you could get, get on that when we started this show you could get 100 tacos okay what's next
0: what's next uh we have kelly kelly my old berg oh boy yeah, hello hey who's the yeah have hold it. on hold on where's the bell hello. okay got <laughs> it have a fe570 as well fun and i think that's it Uh, uh uh
1: that's a that's a that's that's light on the description Although, yeah, you know, I'm missing
0: a page. We, I think that's it, though.
1: We give people a lot of shit. So we're looking at and it's funny because we got to describe these because this is an audio format. So we're looking I don't even at know what I'm looking at. I, I don't blame you for <laughs> not knowing what you're looking at. This is super old school school. Huseberg. So he didn't give us any information. What 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 does the information say again?
0: This is uh, verbatim. My old Berg. OK, Have so a- old.
1: I'm going to go with 2002 he may be, he may be in. Uh, that's my Berg. Ask away. Oh well, well no, you're, you're disqualified from commenting, but you can put stuff up in the chat. Cause I can't wait for the the fifteen to thirty second delay to get this information. In. I'm gonna go with 02 to 06 Husaberg. He's made it black. I think it's cause that's probably the only color plastics that you might be able to get because this stuff is impossible to get it has a giant gas tank and hooseberg literally copied old factory hondas with this gas tank you know we're talking like the 1980s factory hondas the gas tank wrapped down around and went really low into the frame where you see it covers up it goes almost to the counter shaft's pocket they had to have a a fuel pump in there they had a they had a pressure activated fuel pump that would pump the gas back up to the carburetor uh, the the air filter on this bike is on the frame backbone, so underneath the safety seat. And uh, wait a minute, <laughs> you guys took this off Facebook. I did not send it. Oh, now he wants me to send him tacos as ransom. Yeah, you put it in a post that said something about Rooster Endo, and I harvested it. So let's just so this 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 bike. I remember I saw the very first one of these in at the ISD in Germany the very first time they kind of publicly showed uh the the Husaberg's and it was amazing cuz like the a four stroke was an XR250 you know a big giant air cooled thing and all of a sudden you're seeing Beautiful these machine. like lightweight four strokes um you know hydraulic clutch uh I don't think they were electric start back then Kelly can correct me I think this one is kick start only and it kicks on the left that and, sounds uh, fun. But I will tell you what the, the, the leaky freaky thing, he calls it. <laughs> well, it, we're not going to put that in the comments cause it didn't come in there. So uh, again, here's how you submit your entry. Your make model. This is important cause I can't just make this shit up. Your make model, a f- nice photo of your bike, not a Kelly. I have to tell you, this is another condescending photo of your motorcycle. This motorcycle re- rewards you with amazing power, like not as much as my six fifty, but it probably makes a lot. What and what it was is a five hundred one. That's like the most ideal size for all around performance. Is they're five hundred cc ones. The six fifties just made ridiculous power, more than most humans ever need. Uh, but um, yeah, it looks it looks like it's pretty well kept. Uh, nice, nice bike, condescending photo. Um, I, I let's see it's a hooseberg so i should probably just go with roost right so i don't get in trouble my computer just died <laughs> this Uh-oh. one hopefully the other one doesn't go away uh, um it's a hooseberg has to roost hooseberg has to roost has to, uh okay roost why know. why does it say dylan when it's kelly
0: um because we uh put these out of order dylan is uh
1: oh okay we're,
0: we're flip-flopped a little bit here so
1: right oh i see what happened that, that i it's the I'm, on my screen i pushed the wrong button so okay we're back running um great motor yes 501 uh endo didn't follow the rules thanks mark yeah yeah yeah
0: i don't i, I mean I, if it's you know, not following the rules i mean you, you gotta go, go with endo um true. uh
1: i i i, uh, it's, I know it's, you're
0: a, partial to hoosebergs but well it's it does uh, there's my got rules for a reason jimmy
1: it roost cuz oh. of Hoosaberg.
0: All right, we'll agree to disagree.
1: <laughs> okay, two endos and a roost. And uh but the for, you you broke every freaking rule I had and just the fact that it says Hoosaberg on it and it's real Hoosaberg. Yeah, okay. So, um thanks Kelly, thanks for not sending that in and uh my old ass bird killed your PC. <laughs> this is probably true <laughs> too much power that yeah happens. it sucks power they suck you stand it's next like a to a hole and they suck power out so they can they can push it out when you're riding it they're just like it it's like a it's like the ultimate like renewable energy source like that's why Husabergs are so good because they're, they're so forward thinking in everything they did that a Husaberg can suck the power out of my pc just by having the picture on the screen and then it can deliver when you go out and ride so i said it here first the the well original said. the original hybrid of uh, motorcycles, Husaberg. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Gronk says the 501 Berg is a roost because it's more than one. It's one more than a KTM 500.
0: <laughs> one, one more.
1: And 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 every fi- KTM 500 is born out of a Husaberg.
0: Is that true? That's that's factual. I believe it's it.
1: It's absolutely factual that that KTM bought Husaberg for the technology. It was easier right. instead of trying to reinvent what husseberg had already done. They did. And, and you might call bullshit and this stuff to do your, do your research and don't do it on YouTube. There's actually one guy who did a fairly accurate. There's like five guys that tried to tell the story of Huseberg and they, they each had little points and stuff, but they, none of them are accurate. And, and most of the stuff that I say is that's eh, fairly accurate, but you know, it gets, as I get faster, they get better. So, okay. Um, I never start at the same time as my 570 bird because it might disrupt the rotation of <laughs> it's the earth. a lot of earth. torque. Hey, Kelly, you, look, these leave these lines up to me, okay? <laughs> hey, like, I'm the one that invented, like, why Hoosabergs make hoop de and how they do it. How do they do it? Oh, you don't
0: know this. No, I don't.
1: Okay, so you know how most, most hoop-de-doos are created because, like, a, you know, you, it, they start as, like, little ripples, and then as the tires hop, they hop in there, and then right. it kind of spits the dirt out and stuff like that. Well, like when you get to those big rolling de doos I've ridden on that trail, and the reason it happened is because I got a little bit farther ahead, and I and I gassed my Hoosaberg, and I did this on the 570s before I had the 650, I would just get on the gas on my 570 and roll into it pretty hard, and you know how when you, you, you hit the carpet and you push it backwards yeah, and yeah. it crinkles up? That's what happens to the Earth. Oh wow, man. You didn't I, know this.
0: No, I didn't know you used to ride in uh New Jersey. Yeah, I've been all I've been all, all over the, the place. Well, the, it 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 it, it it
1: affects a lot of places. Like you could do it here in Nevada and it might it might cause some hoop to down in uh in Arizona. Oh, it right. just depends on the on the tidal shifts. There's there's yeah, it has something to do with it's the a moon. Science. Couple different things. Yeah, so, I've heard about that. I yep. Uh, now you know. <laughs> I, I need that. Doo-doo-doo. I'm gonna get that sound effect when I when I stop going riding. I'm going riding tomorrow. By the way, I got to go out with another buddy on the 300s. um While you're at work, busy working at Revzilla, ah, making things better, it's, I will be. It's good ma- stuff. I will be making my life better by riding a couple 300s uh, with my buddy uh, Wayne, uh, who who nice. who I, I let him ride some of my dirt bikes and stuff, and magically cows. That have been butchered into nice meat show at my house. Oh, it's beautiful. (laughs) I want to know if
0: he makes it up that hill. I got stuck on. Uh, I won't (laughs) take. I won't take him there.
1: Okay, who's our next? Who's our next?
0: Oh, we've got. uh, We've got Dave Donnelly from the chat. Dave. We have
1: another another guy that not really sure. He may have he may have submitted this bike a long time Mm. ago and it may have been on the show before, but I don't remember. So you're just gonna you're gonna enjoy the fact that we've got it here on Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. Episode 2016 million.
0: 2016 million. All right, here we go. Dave's 2017. <laughs> you got, you got to see go?
1: the chat right now. <laughs> Kelly's not taking his Hoosaberg to oh, Hollister tomorrow. Well He's not taking it to Hollister tomorrow because... Hollister sits on a fault line.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> a dangerous game, Kelly. Yeah, Exactly. From Ke- what I've heard Kelly, about...
1: Kelly used to work at Trail Tech, so I know, I oh, know nice. him pretty, pretty well. Yeah, yeah from, from what game. I know
0: about Hoosabergs uh, from my uh, past 10 minutes of education, it sounds like a, a risky move.
1: Oh, I'll let you ride the 650 sometime. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. It, that's a, that's an experience.
0: Let me, let me hit the gym for a little bit. Yeah, and, uh...
1: you, well, you're not going to ride it for that long, because it's a ticking time bomb. <laughs> <laughs> this is the other thing about Hoosabergs that I will openly disclose. Like They're great to ride they're horrible to work on and the older ones like the one that kelly just put up and stuff like that not only are they horrible to work on you can't get parts for them and they blow up they they grenade yeah big time
0: okay fun stuff back to back to dave back to dave dave's 2017 ktm 500 excf it has a taco moto full fuel pump filter regulator okay, good
1: good on dave for following the rules Year, make,
0: model, all included. And he sent a photo in, so we're we're, that's that's two strikes avoided. We're we're ahead of the curve here. Um, Filter regulator rebuild, taco tail tidy, double take mirror, seat concept seat, pro taper bars, and rear sprocket. Custom wheel balancing weights. uh, Metzler medium hard tires. Trail trick suspension by Javier Gonzalez.
1: Okay, so. This looks like every other KTM 500 you would ever see ever in the world, right? It,
0: it does. It looks yeah. uh, it's, pretty pretty common.
1: It's you know? Remember back in the day when you go to the track or the trail and all you'd see was Hondas? Yeah. Whether it was XRs out in the trails or it was it was CRs at the tracks and it was just Honda, Honda, Honda. This is where we're at with KTMs. This is why KTM bought two other brands so they could make red ones and, and white ones. Uh, this is a standard issue motorcycle, and as Jason Abbott says, and I appreciate this, Jason, is Dave's bike in the
0: yard at the local jail? <laughs> <laughs> it's in the impound. Yeah, uh, got caught me, doing wheelies down Main uh, Street.
1: Well, well, look, it, you need a six-foot-high fence around here if you don't want the tweakers coming in. And and especially if you don't like shooting people, because that's how you get them out. You you need to put your bike in kind of a little bit of a jail. But, uh, yeah, it looks that way. Another condescending photo on the motorcycle. A little bit you know the problem is next next time i'm gonna get a
0: bunch of drain plug shots yeah you know i'm, I'm self-conscious now I, I take pictures of the bike when i go out riding and i'm gonna have to go scroll through and see if they're condescending or not
1: right yeah so uh you learn something new on tech talk it'll yeah. make you a better photographer i do see a little you, you know the good thing is he had the potential to grab some side light but he kept it in the shade but he's got some light highlights on it which uh i don't think he intended i think it was by mistake but um yeah uh standard issue motorcycle i i i I like the attention to detail with the wheel weights and that's something i never ever do but uh i think this is very much like that gas gas that we looked at first uh like dylan's bike in the beginning it's it's not flashy. It gets the job done. It's totally. purposeful. Did he mention Double Take Mirrors?
0: He did. He mentioned Double Take Mirrors. He did mention uh, good. Double Take Mirror, I think. Uh, maybe maybe Mirror. we only yeah. have one it on there. Singular. You only need one.
1: Yeah. Uh, good, good thing. Big sponsor, Double Take Mirror. So if you want a discount from Double Take Mirror, if you email me, I can send you a discount code. And they are a big supporter of Tech Talk Taco Tuesday, even though they don't know that they're supporting it exactly. They didn't sign up for this contract. They signed up for another contract I didn't deliver on, so I, I moved them over into this. But yes. if you are a sponsor looking at the show right now, uh, we, can, we, can, we can work with you.
0: Right on. Yeah. <laughs> Double take mirrors Good stuff. I uh, had a, the,
1: uh, the the chat room. go to the chat room. Uh, roost clean. Follows the rules. It looks like it's in a dog pen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's a clean
1: dog pen. Uh, viewership so. is up on this show. uh You know, Asher leader I wish I knew where to see that because my computer died because we put a hooseberg on screen. It's, it's it the beard, Jimmy. The- <laughs> and uh it's the, beer. it's the beard. It's the beard. It's oh, the beer Oh, the
0: beard. Beard. Both. It's both.
1: Um. Can, are you a hipster, like by no. by trade or technique or anything? I don't think so. Okay, because is that a hipster thing? Because I was no, a hipster it's... before there was hipsters. I don't know if you know this. Oh yeah. Yeah, I had a I had a rooftop tent on my truck before there were overlanders. Wow. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of pioneering. I I have no idea what I'm trendsetting anymore except for. No, I'm not doing to say that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think it's a hipster thing. I think it's. Uh, I went bald in my early 20s and uh, could grow a beard still. So oh. that's where we're at. Huh? I have the same
1: <laughs> thing, but I I just give up on the beard after a
0: little while. It's just they're pain in the ass. No, you just rub some, uh, rub some premix in it and okay. Dirt Got or whatever it. Oh, else oh it's, back to it's good. back. Uh, sorry. Back to Dave's bike. <laughs> back to Dave's bike.
1: I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go roost based on my principles. Other than I hate the hate the photo. If there was a big couple big dog turds in the photo, then then I would definitely endo it. But I I think the photo just barely qualifies as passable. I I want
0: to agree with you. Uh huh. But I uh,
1: I just had to throw the picture of that Husenberg up there real quick again, <laughs> one more time. Just.
0: I want to agree with you but I have uh, I have one problem with the uh, w- with Dave's 500 okay and it's the uh, it, it well it's, it's two things re- related to the same part and he didn't call this out in his description here but the uh, the Acherbes rally handguards uh-huh for some reason I just I, I don't like the way they look they're very very popular handguards right and I'm not not a fan of them um, they just to me look a little goofy it's and they're angled down a bit. And I notice when anybody has rally handguards on their bike, they're always angled down a little. Um,
1: so so I it's funny because I think they just they they get bent down or they they kind of they they naturally want to sag that way. I don't know what it is because I have them on a few of my bikes as well uh, around here. That's just that's just the standard issue. The it's the thing is you can buy that style of handguard all day long at Amazon for like totally. 29 bucks. And you're gonna get a twenty-nine dollar handguard. I have a set of them on one of our rental bikes. I bought them just to, to see. That's the best, inexpensive, standard issue handguard. Easy to mount, fits on everything that you can get. And then there's then then you can go way up. You know, there's lots of different ones and and styles. But uh, I, I'm I'm really amazed that you you just uh, roosted him, ended him for
0: for the yeah, I mean, it's it's a very light endo, you know? <laughs> oh, no, go we full, can't go light. He didn't it's go one full OTB, but, you know, it was, it's a little bit of an endo.
1: Yep. Um, uh, look <laughs> for a newer photo, Dave says me. me. Well, if you would have submitted it properly, I had to dig into some kind of crazy back-end part of our dirt bike test account to, to, to farm that thing out. Like, cause he kept telling me he sent it in and and he, you know, I have an email address. You send it to the email address and then I, then I get it and I put it in a file. But, uh, okay, Dave, uh, you got a, you got a two, two roosts and an endo from your buddy, from your new buddy, Ryan. Sorry, Dave. You, you know what, Dave? This is what you could do because I know you're on Facebook. Just go and blow him up <laughs> on the Prump Riders forum. Just just let everybody uh, let everybody know what he's really made it's
0: just, of. It's just business. <laughs> Sorry, Dave.
1: Were, were there any business interests from, from Revzilla involved in that? He, he, in, uh, he could go to Revzilla and get better handguards, right? You
0: could, you could, you
1: could. Um, what are you? What are you? Okay, since you bagged on him, here's here's what we do. I don't like to complain without providing a solution. Yes. What handguards should he use?
0: I don't know if they'll fit on the 500 EXCF. So we're going purely off oh, the aesthetics. Here, wind, right? up that, so wind up the gonna, excuse Excusatron. We're going to reel it back a little bit. There's <laughs> okay. no, nothing functionally wrong with a Cheruby's Rally handguards, right, which yeah. I believe those are. Yes. Um, I just think that the plastic on the outside looks a little goofy. Okay. If we're going to go with aesthetically pleasing wraparound handguards, I'm a big Cycra fan. I okay. like either a Proben CRM Ultra. Um, or even the Pro Bend Series One that has the lower profile plastic guard right. on the front, similar to the Rebound. I have some. Uh, I have guards. some of those
1: on some of my bikes as well. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: that's that's the direction I would go in. But you know, EXCF, lots of stuff up on the controls. Yep. Might need to go that direction to make them fit. Okay. So, sure.
1: so so Dave, you know you know you need to just take advice from me because like, it's always the best. <laughs> it's free. You're you're getting what you pay for here. You might even win hundred bucks at the end of this thing. Um, well, tell them to shove it. Number one, <laughs> number two, uh, if you're looking at your hand guards while you're riding your motorcycle and having a really good time, tough on everybody else. That's what I like to say. Fair enough. It's <laughs> a good point. <laughs> I don't. I, I tell people all the time. It's like it's like I don't look at my bike when I ride it. You you have to. That's your problem. Same with my gear. Because sometimes I wear mismatched gear or something like that. And they're like, dude, that gear. Like, what what are you doing? And I'm like. And, it, and it's, and most of the time it's climb gear and it's just, I've mismatched some colorways or something like that. And like, what are you doing? That's I go, passable. I'm so comfortable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. yeah, you could. Fox Jersey, Thor pants. Maybe uh, I, a little amp, I but, don't mix you know. too
1: many brands. Really? I like to, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't go that deep down into, um, you know, I, 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 and I don't wear my, I don't wear everything but my boots into McDonald's either, you know, before the ride you know i don't wear my thor jersey and my fox pants into mcdonald's before i'm going to go ride you know at the at the local trail spot that's right around the corner from mcdonald's but anyhow uh those achirby's handguards just don't stay put says mark daniels uh x factors for the win which is another achirby's ones i'm running those on my wr and uh, even the oem handguards with the wraparound edition work really well okay uh, that's from the Peanut Gallery. I'm sure Dave has fallen asleep <laughs> by now. Uh, what's our that's all right. who's our next lucky contestant?
0: Oh, it looks like we have Mitchell. Mitchell. Oh boy. Beautiful
1: Mitchell. machine. Yeah, Mitchell and his iPhone photo. This came in like ten seconds after the uh, after the post went is out.
0: Is that is that a screenshot? Do I see the uh, the timestamp up top?
1: Um yeah, I, like literally right after the post
0: came in, All right. we we got this. He he's like, I'm gonna win. That's one so, way to do okay, it. Okay, what do we got? What's we Mitchell have got? a 2014 YZ250. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know who makes that, but it's a 2014 YZ250. It's blue. It could be a. Shirt okay,
1: coat. so let me educate you a little bit about the show. The show is brought to you by Yamaha. So we praise everything that Yamaha okay. does. Uh, every If you send in a Yamaha, you almost automatically win. It's kind of known amongst our contestants. But, um, and Yamaha, like, what year? 2023? 2014. 2014. The amazing thing is, like, that particular bike, you can still buy that bike. Actually, Yamaha makes a better one now that's almost exactly the same. If he had a YZ, if he had a 2024 YZ250X, it would be that and just better just a dominating machine so uh, thanks to yamaha for supporting us and allowing us to talk crap on yamahas and every other <laughs> brand and just be you know just dirt bike people we're just bench racing we're just a couple dudes sitting around talking about dirt bikes and we're talking about mitchell's bike right now 338 love
0: the blue crew we'll you think uh, he's a
1: jason lawrence fan
0: 338 baby remember that guy I do. Yeah. Jlaw338. Back yep. on Instagram, back in the moto industry. <laughs> also love to see I, it.
1: I think he kind of came back and then disappeared really quick, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He had. I he, think had he, he, was a, he was a flash in the pants?
0: Yeah, no, you see, he, I think he's still dead. around. Yeah, he'll, okay. he'll stick around. I'm, I'm rooting for him. Okay, what's the, what's the specs? Um, 2014 Yamaha YZ250. We have an FMF pipe and silencer, got electron, flywheel weight, and suspension. Rips moto and trails. That sounds like a solid bike.
1: That... What else could you ask for? I mean, li- I mean like, literally... Short and sweet. Out of all the bikes, no one else claimed that their bikes rips, trails, and moto. And, and if you can only have one bike, you want your bike to do that. Yeah. My favorite bike on the motocross track currently, right now, you want to guess?
0: You I'm going to say sa- it's blue. Yeah,
1: you saw it sitting out there. It's a Yamaha. It's a YZ125. And mine looks way worse than his. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, I think he did this while he was driving home from work. He's probably in traffic.
0: Saw the post. 4:43. There's a timestamp on the yeah. screenshot. He was yeah. sitting
1: in traffic. Yeah, he's sitting in traffic someplace. I'm gonna just look at the photo. It's really flat there, so I'm gonna go. That's like is it Illinois. Where are you? Where are we guessing? It looks it, it it's it's I don't
0: know. I wish I could see the fender sticker. I might be able to narrow it oh, down. Oh, with with you get the I, shop? When you get almost I can, northeast? I,
1: I can help you out there. Oh, really? You going north? Well, maybe. I, well, j law was a definitely uh, um a uh, East Coast yeah. mostly, right? So we're going to kind of pull that in there and see if we can see what that fender says. We'll get a little closer. The bike, you know, he didn't really give us the full list of stuff. Those are Cyker handguards, right? They are. Yeah, those are the Stealth DX, I think. That's that's an FMF pipe. Looks like he's got some factory connection suspension. He could have done. Factory fatty, factory connection. Hints got it going. Hint some clutch cover on the side. Looks like a little larger tank. Yeah, there. he really didn't do a good job describing it. Aftermarket wheels. I don't know what those are. Yeah, it looks like it got some wheels on that thing. He, I think he could have done yeah, a lot undersold better.
0: Undersold it a little bit.
1: Yeah, describing it. So, uh, yeah, bad on you. I can't see what power sports company that is. I wonder if he's in the chat. Uh, here we go. Um, Mark Daniels says, Roost It Will Do All-MX Desert Trail. So he's going with – he's liking the versatility of this particular machine. I'm a little dis- disgruntled by the, uh, the description – that stand seen some time i've got a couple of those stands oh yeah that thing it's sinking into the ground there see that the, i'm looking at the dirt here and everything and it just seems i don't know why i can analyze this kind of crap but it has that like maybe midwest midwest-ish like it's soft it's got there's a little sand quality into the dirt there the tires yeah the tires are holding a little bit of sand and stuff on it and, and just based on the fact that he was driving home at 4.43, which probably was 5.43, he's got to be a little bit farther away from uh, where we're at. And we're just, you know, speculating. I mean, you think he has a job and everything. It's, it's all good. I'm, the photo is less condescending, condescending. But I can't see much of the bike either. It was the only one he had in his phone.
0: Yeah, was it was, home, it was the fastest one to get to it was in favorites actually it looks like uh that, that was in snapchat actually you could see the little uh little snapchat oh really widgets over on the right hand side
1: oh is he sending this photo to to, to, his, to his other friends like that yeah. kind of like a you know a little uh, something i don't i don't know about these different apps there that's uh, snapchat thing huh
0: yeah it looks like it huh it was, it was it's what all the kids are doing
1: i wonder now i'm curious is this his bike or did he just grab it off the internet?
0: I don't know. He's, well, not, he, he's not. It's on Snapchat. Yeah. He at least took the picture, probably. Let's see. Uh,
1: Roost, nice upgrades for the workhorse of a bike, and that's coming from somebody he's competing against. That's coming from against uh, from motorsports, Kelly. Um, SFB says means no riding for a while. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, SFB is using San Felipe Bob. He was a Yamaha guy as well. He used to race these things all the time. I'm going to go... Because the photo quality of this episode was so low, and the fact that he responded quick, I'm going to go roost on this one. And not just because it's a Yamaha. Okay, I know everybody's no. going to say I'm just a show for all of our sponsors yeah, yeah. like they usually I, do.
0: I'm not sponsored by Yamaha, and I'm going roost. You're going roost also. I've ridden bikes that are set up almost identically to that. And right. I mean, for the kind of riding that I like to do... That's a hell of a bike. Yeah. I think,
1: it's, roosts. I think it's a good bike. Roost. Okay. Mitchell, you got a roost. So, oh. <laughs> Electron flywheel weight. I mean. Pff. Oh, wait a minute. So Motorsport says that's a fail then because you should always have piles of pictures of your bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I know this because he's he's like, he does. That's what he does. He takes picture, lots of pictures of all of his bikes all the time. All bikes all the time. Okay. That's why we
0: ride, right? Go out and take scenic pictures It's part of it
1: I only ride for the gram these days Yeah, That's what I heard I'm, That's what they told me I'm supposed to do
0: For likes, TikTok, <laughs> or whatever Right, for TikTok tick, TikTok? TikTok, it's a thing? Yeah, it's what the kids are on Snapchat and TikTok Okay, I'll check
1: into that I, Logan's <laughs> not here anymore to keep me abreast of that He he, gave me, he told me I needed to get on this thing called um, Grinder. Oh, alright Like you said, that's where all the hardcore enduro riders go Nice. Okay. Have to look next, into that. Next, uh, next one.
0: <laughs> well, last, uh, last but not least, I think this is last. We've got, uh, we've got Victor. Um, Victor. I think he might might also be in the chat. Uh-huh. This thing's a unit, all right. So here we go. Full <laughs> start time traveler machine. Year two thousand something. Okay. Predator two twelve cc engine with twenty four millimeter McCune carb. Yes, you read that right, McCune. May May Cooney. May, May Cooney. Cooney. May Cooney. I think that might be a uh, maybe an Amazon knockoff. May Cooney. Right. Um, bouncy carrot fat tires right. that allows you to be completely wasted with tequila and still reach your destination <laughs> on sandy desert washes. This crotch rocket has more dirt miles than those Insta Influencer Pumpkin Austrian machines have. <laughs> Perfect bike to go from your marijuana grow to your crystal meth lab in the Antelope Valley cops don't even ask if uh you are plate if you're plated at the rosamond liquor store market panty dropper for sure <laughs> i mean you can't argue with the truth right
1: no, no no uh so what we are looking at is you know those bikes that you can buy at they're like coleman's or something yeah, like tractor, you buy them at supply. tractor supply right i've got it's, one. Oh, you do
0: oh yeah the CT two hundred something. Do you, do you do the gambler stuff on that thing? I don't, but I thought about it.
1: I know some guys that are in that thing, but so this is one of those Coleman fat tire. No, oh, he's got suspension on it, though. Does he's got
0: yours, forks. Does yours have forks? It has forks. No or, rear suspension. Okay, but seeing so, yeah, the balloon tires, basically, make up for it.
1: So so, and he has it. He has a fat seat that says something that I can't say out loud in my podcast that much. I can't read but it, from looks, here, but it. Looks. It uh. looks. It looks like he's a fan of Ronnie Mac. Uh, by uh, judging we, by them, we could them. use
0: context clues. Right?
1: Yeah, it's like uh, I eat something. something. <laughs> Anyways, uh, everybody says that it's a winner on the chat. Um, oh boy, <laughs> they have a picture of my half boot. What? Uh, a half? We love the pictures of your half boot. Not sure what that means, but it'll be explained later. I'm sure. Roost with that seat cover, says Jason Abbott. <laughs> so uh hey, the best description of the night by far.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, I put some time into that. And I mean there's there's some truth to it, too. You know, okay. the uh, we we have a motto. Uh, a lot of our friends had Coleman's growing up and uh the Coleman knows its way home even if you don't. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> i i looked at this and i said where the hell's the gas tank but then it he said predator motor on that thing
0: yeah yeah i think I, your cursor's right on the gas tank
1: yeah i can tell they can't see the cursor on, oh, on the screen right. but i i think that that is definitely where that's the the gas tank so it's it's got that it's got that you know chopper kind of look to it with that that two upper tube there uh it's a dirt bike because it has knobby so it calls it but you're making model
0: uh, we're well. Let's see. Pull start time traveler machine. I think that might be the model year two ta- thousand something.
1: It's a two thousand something. It's a, he, yeah. He did get, so he did go year. Okay, that's good. Make, and he, he gave like a predator two twelve engine. Pull start time traveler machine year make and model year, got that make pull start time model. Yeah, I guess that's the two twelve. We'll call it the so we'll call
0: it the time ta- time traveler two
1: twelve. I'm stretching rules around here. Um, notice his photo shot from a little bit lower angle. He's kind of showing that he's kind of showing the uh, the booty up in the front there. See how he's kind of got yeah. it turned a little bit. I, I never like a turn away photo like that one because it looks like they're it. It kind of looks like you waited till they weren't looking and you shot the photo of it.
0: Yeah, it's just rude.
1: It, it is kind of rude. Sometimes I like to turn it, you know, turn that so that, like you can see their face. But then again, uh, the helmet looks like he's going Formula One racing.
0: Yeah, I can't even tell what, what
1: I'm right.
0: looking at there. Backwards, old HJC, maybe?
1: Yeah. I it, see a... It, and see and a, it looks like there's enough stickers on the visor that you can't really see out. Would that be... Or that's the back... We're looking at the back, or the of, the back of the helmet. Here. Here. Yeah, oh, the back of the helmet.
0: Yeah, it's like an optical illusion. Kinda. You have to yeah. squint
1: and... It, it looks like... Yeah, I'm looking at the thing. It looks like the front of a, of a Formula One driver's helmet <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing. So, okay, the helmet's on backwards. Good that there's... Because, you know, when, when you're doing a little ass-eating, like it says on the seat... You definitely want to be wearing a helmet. Oh, <laughs> for, of course. Um, all other than that, I, I it's an accurate description. It provided entertainment. I'm going with uh, although this bike clearly does not roost on its own, it roosts in its own unique way.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. That thing roosts,
1: and you could show up at what? So, what your Coleman? What does it have for a motor?
0: Uh, I have no idea. It's a it's whatever came in at a 200 CC not a predator motor it's uh it's a little detuned compared to that thing i, I have that, a pr- that'll actually roost mine i have, have a
1: the- pr- i have a predator motor on my on my water buffalo thing oh and yeah that thing roosts i mean it like it's a first pull starter which is awesome and it and it throws water all over my flat track which is awesome so i i'm i'm, I'm down with that motor uh let's see uh motorsport says he was talking about my instagram prowess uh Pictures of your half boot, videos of the inside of your pocket, etc. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, follow me on Instagram because I do. I've got you in my pocket segment. I was. I should have done a couple of them while we were riding the 302 strokes. It would have sounded like someone like gurgling after they were passed out. Um, you know, from getting knocked out. You know, when they get that. Uh, yeah. 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 That's was- the way, that's the way 302 strokes sound. They're not as they're not like a 125. Well, Victor. I'm going, where are you going with this? It, it roosts. Roosts. It, it's
0: a little out of the ordinary, but it, it roosts.
1: I'm going with Roost. Mark Daniels, clearly, comical roost, all in caps. So uh, I think that, that that definitely does roost. Uh, Victor is a big fan, friend of the show. I don't know that he's ever won rooster endo before. I don't see him in the chat currently. So uh, Gronk says, technically, it's blue. There's a little bit of delay on some of this. St- oh, what, what? Oh, blue would be the color of the of the bike, maybe. Yeah. It's it's a blue. Uh, maybe it's the blue. It's, yeah. it's blue crew in one way. Oh, <laughs> I got it. Sometimes I have to catch my own joke. Sometimes, so yeah. Since it's it's part of the blue crew, that's that's good. I think that one roosts, too. So now we come to the amazing time. When We have these $100 gift certificate from Tacomoto. That's tacomoto.co if you have needs for your motorcycle, especially the Austrian brands, the KTMs, the Huskies, the Gas Gas. Um, they're getting into the Hondas. They do all kinds of other things too, especially graphics and stuff. Go check out tacomoto.co. Uh, tell Taco Mike you heard about him on Tech Talk Taco Tuesday not affiliated with Tacomoto except for the sponsorship of this segment. I invented... Tech Talk. I think Takomoto existed and and I knew about it, but there was no correlation between the naming of the show and that company. Right,
0: all, all came together in the end. It all came
1: together, especially when he wanted to sponsor the Rooster Endo segment because he believes in this stupid stuff that we do. Uh, stupid meaning educational. Because he actually if he so he has also has a group on Facebook the EXC and FE kind of performance. Uh, group, you can easily find it by clicking through Dirt Bike Tests and 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 look there. He does white sheets on bikes. He answers you know questions of the week and is really active and kind of keeping engaged with the community as well as selling stuff that they all need. So, hundred dollars on the line. Let's let's ride the Idaho BDR with the pull start time traveler. Says Jason Abbott. <laughs> um, I you know what I can guarantee you we could get Victor victor would be into doing something like that he'd probably rather take his africa twin because he's a honda guy but uh that thing looked pretty and i'm pretty sure that's victor because he sent it to like some sort of weird alias email address <laughs> which means i might try to send him the hundred bucks you know or put him in touch with taco mike for the hundred bucks and it might go to one of his weird ass email accounts that we don't know about and it's then he'll never find it it could get that lost in like waste. Ether. so um are we have we already decided that he wins
0: I don't know. I mean, okay, look,
1: I, it's up. It's up for discussion.
0: If it's up for discussion, hey, this is your show, so I don't. I don't want to interject too much. Uh, well, I well, mean,
1: well, Kelly's gonna get ready to throw up from the suspense. Look, because I, I, there was there was no question that the Hoosierberg was absolutely going to win just because it was a Hoosierberg. And then you guys both roosted it, and I and I had to kind of take. I'm
0: really digging the. You, uh, you know what they
1: you know what they say? Sometimes you have to coax the boner down
0: okay so that I ha- heard that one I'm learning that,
1: that happened with my Husaberg dreams that we were having there so okay so we got rid of the Husaberg. sorry kelly <laughs> <laughs> um the first bike the gas gas i i, I like that
0: I, oh, I forgot about the gas, it was, gas but it was
1: it's like a, it's almost like a honda but it's not yeah i mean it and then and then you like this multi-purpose yamaha
0: I but like the multi-purpose Yamaha. I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about bang for the buck. What are they going to be able to get from Taco Moto? And I know they sell all kinds of stuff. Well, this but
1: this is the this is the this is the, the it's it's funny because a lot of times we've gone back to this. Like people send us pictures. Well, they actually, a couple of you made their kids send in Rooster Rando segments. segments. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, you're going to get that money and you're going to go straight and you're going to put it on your KTM, not your kid's TTR 125. It won because it was a TTR 125 and it was a Yamaha. That's fair. And it was a kid who did the homework that dad gave him. Cause we looked at the way it was worded and the spelling and they made the kid do it. And we're like, okay, that's a win. Y- y- so, so sometimes we look at the bigger picture on, on some of this stuff, like where is this going to go and how is it going to be used? So Man. I, 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 the, 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 uh, the, the start 2000 blue, what are we calling that thing? The, <laughs> the, the time yeah. traveler
0: time traveler. Yeah.
1: I don't know what taught, you know, they don't. I don't think they make graphics kit for that thing.
0: No, no. I mean, it's already got some he's pretty not, nice he's not handmade gonna, graphics. He's not so I don't think you'd want to cover anything up. That's yeah, already on he's, there. Not gonna
1: a, he's not going to put it. He's not going to put a vortex ECU or a, uh, any other kind of ECU that uh, Takamoto sells on that thing.
0: It's a piece of artwork, and you know, I really like that YZ, but that thing is pretty dialed as is. You know.
1: Yeah, but he. Uh, I'm trying to think what he could use. Okay, pretty dialed. Keep going. Uh, I, th- 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 this brings that's, th- yeah, so so that the, the tie for the two bikes is dave's bike and um dylan's bike as far as just like kind of standard issue bikes that both kind of do stuff and could use stuff yeah. and and they're they both kind of fit in the description of where takamoto does stuff um and i know you like the red one which is the gas gas yeah what what about what about dave's bike
0: you know i think
1: did he have Takomoto stuff on uh, it? He
0: already had Takomoto stuff what, what on he the say? bike. He's what got he? his uh, Takomoto fuel pump and uh, Takomoto tail tidy.
1: So so he's familiar with the company? He is. And I, I like supporting our sponsors. I like people that support our sponsors. That's a good point. And he, he has some other stuff on there. And you, nobody thought this was going to go this way?
0: You know what? I, I like Do, where your head's at. Okay.
1: I, I'm i choosing. And I can override everybody because it's my show. But anyways... And I don't want to set an example. You can go anywhere you want. But I'm choosing Dave Donnelly.
0: You know what? I, I'm going to choose Dave, too. Yep. Hopefully, Takomoto maybe has some, uh, some hand guards that uh, might be able to replace those. Mark, um, uh,
1: Mark's going for the gas gas in the beginning. Uh, that's okay. Mike owes me a bunch of free crap anyway, <laughs> 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 says, says, uh, Kelly, Kelly, you got to put your damn name in your, in your description because it's hard to, you're, you're gotta, you got a YouTube channel. Uh, Hey Dave, Don, he already thanked me. Dave Donnelly's even watching the show he has been a loyal yeah. listener and he's been out here before he, he owns Husabergs. So he has some Husaberg blood in him. He's part of we we'll call it the family, La Familia. You know, all right they like but we're not we have to figure out a way to call that in like sort of swedish but make it super gang i don't know how that works but you know maybe we'll just wear our socks up higher or something i don't know
0: something yeah
1: um, anyways uh,
0: Congrats, yeah it's dave
1: that yeah congrats sorry dave. i
0: endowed you but <laughs>
1: Oh, now now even even more reason to just beat the guy up on the uh, prompt Dirt Riders uh, chat forum or wherever that is. Oh, no. I'm a member of that someplace, too. I see those posts every once in a while. I just don't get too active in that stuff. Okay, let's go straight into the questions. So this is the part of the show where we're going to do rapid-fire questions from our comments on YouTube. and. So, basically, they're almost 100% YouTube uh, comments. Sometimes we rip them off of Facebook and all these different things. But when you leave a comment on one of our posts, we talk about it. The majority of these are for the Honda uh, TransAlp video we just dropped yesterday because it's getting a super ton of traffic. So, if you're into adventure bikes, I, we should probably put we should put a disclaimer at the front of the show. If you want to go to the TransAlp segment, just skip to the end. Yeah. I got to remember to bookmark up, yeah. that thing or something like that, so we can help people out. Let me look at that first page to make sure we
0: didn't miss anything. Oh
1: boy, <laughs> we have a letter There's from a lot. We, we, we have a letter from Dan at the marketing agency.
0: Dan at the marketing agency. Yeah, dear Dirt Bike Test, go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and read that. All yeah, right, this I'm, is from Dan. I at might need to go get another beer for this. One. At marketing agency, mm-hmm. dear Dirt Bike Test, this is Leslie from RUTU, a company that specializes. Oh wait, I thought
1: I was talking to Dan.
0: No, no, this is Leslie. Leslie. Okay, got it. Leslie switched on us. Um, This is Leslie from RUTU, a company that specializes in providing high quality and fairly priced motorcycle accessories. I like it. I came across your YouTube and think you would be a good fit for the promotion for our product, motorcycle handlebar and handguards. Here's the product link. You don't have to read the link off. (laughs) It lo- it, I feel like if I read it off, I'm going to get some kind of virus, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> this product aims to enhance the safety of sport and off-road motorcycle riders like you, Jimmy. Uh-huh. What we can offer. A new product for you valued at $60. Extra payment for the cooperation. Mm-hmm. What do we need for, from you? It's starting to sound good. Amazon oh. buyer review video on Amazon. We will pay it for you. Oh. They will, they will pay it for you. Uh, publish product review video on your YouTube channel, Dirt Bike Test. You can do both tasks or choose one of them. We would really appreciate it if you can attach your rate per video. Looking forward to hear from you soon. Best regards, Leslie. Amazing. Sounds legit. Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> So somehow I'm
1: enough of a dirt bike test, uh, dirt bike test, Jimmy Lewis, whatever, is enough of a, I guess, influencer? to receive these kind of things they they farmed us out but this is the kind of stuff that you get sent on a regular basis where they want to pay us for a good review and a video so i'm asking this to to, to people make comments on this by the way when you kind of are watching the show or listening to it emails and stuff like that should i go ahead and respond to this because i looked at the link and it's basically a set of um we'll call it faux taper Handlebars. Oh, uh, you
0: clicked on it. You didn't well, no, I opened malware. No,
1: I opened it up into a. I opened it up into a a, a browser that wouldn't affect this okay. and stuff. I'm smart enough to do this. So, <laughs> open it up into a browser that that wouldn't affect it. Checked out. So it's faux taper handlebars.
0: Faux taper, all right. And,
1: and they come with wraparound handguards that look amazingly like the Acherby's Rally ones. Nice. Like okay. the, the generic standard issue. And it comes as a complete kit. It's a $60 value that they're willing to give me, and they, that's what they're charging for it. And there was links, and I forgot to really pay attention, look how many people had bought it or how many reviews they had or whatever. But this is the kind of stuff you get. And this is is like this is stuff that, like, like, quote, influencer people will, like, God, I need to make some money, and they'll jump at this. I, I haven't seen... So what I want to do is I want to wait a little while and I want to go and see the, the all of a sudden the video reviews popped up and see who bought this who baited on this and and um, but you know be aware this is kind of what's going on because I mean if I did a video of what I really thought of that yeah do you think they're gonna pay me do they how long do they do they get the video first and they pay me or hey,
0: who knows it might be really
1: good stuff you, you just the <laughs> you just never know. Hey, sixty dollars for hand guards and wrap rounds is is a you know I would if I were a poor dude just like you know just a kid just getting into it and I had bent handlebars I kind of think about that like the sixty dollars here or you know one hundred and ten for quote the real thing but I don't get hand guards you' like ah maybe I mean it's it's an interesting dilemma and uh, but just. Something uh, to yeah. yeah. I
0: think I might have that same exact Leslie. email. from I Leslie th- in my inbox right now. Really? At, uh, at work. So.
1: Well, you should check that. If you do, let me know because that'd be interesting. But yeah. I, you know, I, I when it was when it from Dan, I didn't really want to open it. But then Leslie started talking to me. I'm like, hey, yeah, you know, I wish you nice. would have. I wish you would have put a little emoji con or something like ever. You know, like a picture of her. Generally, it's you know a picture of her shot like this. You know, just before yeah. she's getting ready for work. You know, sell
0: it the, to you. You know, little.
1: You know, it's got some. You know. T- <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah there's uh okay go ahead and uh hit the hit the next oh do you like tequila by the way
0: oh uh, i do not i okay. uh exclusively drink miller light i'm okay. a creature of habit well um,
1: i'm i'm just a uh, mark just in case uh, mark wants to know um <laughs> motorsport says 99 percent of the time that's a huge waste of your time I like wasting my time sometimes. I, I bought i bought mufflers and handguards, like I said before, off of Amazon just to see what it was and to try it. And you know what? Just like some of these cheap Chinese mini bikes, people say, "Oh, those are junk and they're crap." And I'm like, "Buy one for your kid. Let him ride it. Let him break it and make him fix it. And yeah. if he has, if he or she has the wherewithal to want to stick with it." They're a motorcycle rider, they're gonna learn some lessons from it, then buy them the next bike. Totally. Or make them earn half of the first one and then buy them the second one. You know, make because it's only $325 for the for the you know, whatever the thing Victor had or something like yeah. that. Yeah. You know. So okay.
0: I mean the Honda 110's made in China. Every good once bike. in a while Love we it. say
1: good things on this show. Next question.
0: Next question. Oh,
1: we're gonna do rapid fire. So uh, yeah. rapid
0: fire. This is before the TransALP. You wanna jump into TransAlp or there's one above it? Yeah, one above it. One above it? All right. Uh, this is I don't know that Guillaume Saint Germain. Okay, sounds good. Uh, hi, if you put the 450X versus your 300XC side by side on a long stretch, which one is faster?
1: Depends on the traction. Fair. Um, this is why everybody asks these questions because they just think,
0: oh, he's going to say
1: this one's fat. The two strokes faster. The four strokes faster. No, it depends on the traction and the rider certain riders would be faster on the 450 certain riders would be faster on the 300 just based on how they get on the throttle and what they do you know are they gear high are they gear low are they going to make shifts so many different things that's why when we did those roll-ons it was very controlled third gear right. turn the throttle hold it wide open you know sixth gear turn the throttle wide open roll you know roll it on all these different different things back in the day you couldn't turn the throttle wide open on a two-stroke because the carburation wasn't that good or the fuel injection wasn't yeah. that. they'd fall in their face so anyhow um it, it depends uh it, it It depends on a lot of things, and I can't give you a straight answer because I don't know what information you're trying to get out of me other than they're the same.
0: Well said. All right, on to the Honda TransAlp. Honda TransAlp. El Gringo. It's definitely a bonus over the T7 for shorter, smaller framed pilots. T7 has a better dirt pedigree, but for the pilot who can't reach to regain balance on uneven terrain, that person will get further on the TA. TransAlp.
1: Yeah. So T7 and TA, I got to remember those, those things now. So we talked about in the video about how the Honda has a very light steel, very light steering. And if you're standing up or even sitting down more so when you're standing up and you start losing your balance and you start shaking around, you will turn the handlebars easier on the Honda than you will on the Tenere. It's just, just based on the way the chassis characters the light feeling makes the bike feel light and it's really nice and even on road it just provides a it just you feel like you have more control of the motorcycle uh where sometimes when the bikes are a little more stable they don't feel as responsive on road and and so i, I agree with what he what he's saying it, it's it's an advantage and a disadvantage at the same time. It's like it's kind of like two sides. And there's another question I know later on that'll come up that we'll we can dive deeper into this, or I'm just going to have to put a hold on it because I can't answer it quick.
0: All right, rapid fire. Crane Daddy six seven eight asks. My first thought this morning was I hope I see at least ten more new Transal videos today, and here I am. Thanks. I'm glad I could help. More of a comment than a question. <laughs> Moving on. Craig Alberts really well done review now waiting what you might do to it to make it a bit more of a bike jimmy would choose over another in case the Husaberg wasn't available
1: well he said Husaberg. you can tap that bell thank you um this is something i'm talking with honda about right now they actually told us we could keep it a little bit longer than most loans go for and i think the the my friend is the off-road press manager for honda and and uh kid I grew up with he took my job at Cycle World his name is Ryan Dudak when I left Cycle World and so he's been around for a while and I think that they they know where this bike sits they know that I'm a Tenere guy and they they would like to see like what what a Someone who knows how to make it more off-road focused. I mean, they know how to make it more off-road focused, yeah. but they'd probably like a little bit of exposure on this, so I may do it. So we'll see. It's just, right it just it takes a lot of time. I'm still working on my Tenere vlog. Go watch my Tenere vlog if you have Tenere questions and tell me to get my ass in gear and do the next <laughs> thing all about the shocks I've been testing.
0: All right, moving on. Uh, this is let to read all the names. Try uh, to go for it. Yeah, no, no.
1: I like it because then then you're more like Logan. Yeah, this is uh, with a yeah.
0: Tier sheet maybe? Yep. Um, is this your honest opinion, or are you paid to say that? Motorcycle is yours. Who fund the clip? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm,
1: I'm absolutely paid. I'm paid by Yamaha uh, for this segment of this uh, show. Yamaha brings you Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. Yamaha helps support a lot of the stuff that goes on our website. Yamaha, being the awesome sponsor they are, um, helps contribute to the allowing us to be able to do what we do without going underground, going broke. Uh, thank you yamaha i really appreciate that so that's how we got this video up here this is a positive review of that motorcycle i feel it's a very positive i, I talk about how it works i talk about the shortcomings and i talk about the things where it's really good and I, i'm not saying it's good or bad for me i prefer the tenere and i then the reason yamaha and one of the main reasons yamaha is they noticed i was saying very good things about the tenere and they they thought i was a ktm guy like you're a KTM guy, but you're saying good stuff about the Tenere. And I know the guys that have worked there and they're like, yeah, we you're doing all these things. They weren't aware of some of the stuff they we were doing. They got behind us. So yes, I'm I'm being paid as, in, a, in a small way. All of Dirt Bike is being paid kind of by the advertisers more so than a lot of other people that are just quote Instagrammers or just going out and doing stuff that somehow managed to make three hundred dollars a month off their channel or whatever it is that's not enough to produce the stuff that we do or to have the expert opinions or whatever else that we do we don't and you, you now you know how we test bikes yeah it, like it takes a lot of time you saw i we didn't just hop on the bikes and go ride no
0: Now we, we spent an hour setting them up dicking around sag. with setting
1: up thinking about things learning things you know i and, and today i was weighing bikes it's like yeah you can go and shoot a pretty picture you know fly in shoot a pretty picture ride around say oh this is great and take off you know, at that point you're being paid by the manufacturer. You're not being paid. You're getting a junket by the manufacturer. Cause you have enough eyeballs looking at it and you're not going to say anything bad, but we, I've built enough trust in the industry. you know, we at dirt rider, dirt bike test I used to be a dirt rider. Uh, we at dirt bike test have, have enough credibility where we can have manufacturers loan us motorcycles. It was Honda's motorcycle. They loan it to us. Just like I said, they would like us to do some modifications to it and see how it, how it works. And, um, yeah so that's that's the that's the truth of the matter that's how we work i need to do a video on how we test bikes like just kind of explain why it isn't just another pretty picture totally next question
0: next question peter iverson publicly subscribed to you five years oh that's just uh that just tells you that okay any always good to hear you jimmy your experience and honesty makes these reviews worth a lot
1: can you send that the post back to what's his name (laughs) back to uh yeah send it just back to him hey yamaha is also financing a lot of trail work in the pacific northwest thank you says uh motorsports so yeah so no they're like uh, uh, i honestly and not i'm not just saying this because they're helping us but like yamaha is really active in keeping you know supporting the sport you know they're 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 keeping the endemic media alive they're supporting a lot of people that are doing what i'm doing you know different podcasts different guys that are that are testing bikes you know they're they're helping keep us alive where a lot of people just throwing all their money at like facebook or youtube advertising all this stuff and people that like if 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 i was getting zero to do this would i still do it it's a good question i might not i might not because it does take it takes time it takes work prep all this other stuff and so, yeah, I, I kind of – at the point of where I'm at in my career, I don't need to do this. I kind of do it as – half of it is a give back to say, hey, this this motorcycle riding has given me so much. I want to give some back. So if you ask a question, I want to be able to – I want you to be able to find some place where you can go and talk to somebody who knows the answer. And, and hence, this is how all this works. But, yeah, thank – like blowing my sponsors like you know just a shill for my sponsors He's like hey i mean Yamaha, <laughs> no, I, i'm i'm I, I in all honesty they know what we do here and they're like you can do whatever you want they 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 don't i i picked a freaking ktm as my favorite bike ever like how bad is that right.
0: you're like, being honest
1: but i always i always back that up with like i still take my yz 125 to the racetrack <laughs> no,
0: you have to they they do a lot of awesome and i ride
1: my tenere as an adventure bike so they got they got two or three yeah,
0: okay they, uh, next uh, next Ken Smith, is this bike Honda's answer to the now discontinued DL650 V-Strom? So that'd be the Suzuki uh,
1: V-Strom. And it's funny because I didn't even think about the V-Strom at all when I was riding the Honda. <laughs> so Honda, uh, definitely more power, but some of the comfort and rideability. And that, that that V-Strom was the older one, I think, more than the, the newer one, now discontinued. And they have now they have the 800. They're going there. Somebody wants us to test that, too which would be interesting cuz now it's an 800 not a 750 and one of the things i said is being a 750 as opposed to the 650 Aprilia and the 700 Yamaha you know they got a little up on the power and 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 it's it's a little more exciting and it's a little you know i do i prefer it for off-road cuz you never i mean where are you more than a quarter throttle or half throttle off-road on a adventure bike not much but it's funny because that would be a, an interesting comparison too it's it's very similar in a lot of the characteristics With more power. Probably even lighter feeling. The Honda would be lighter feeling than the old Suzuki, and I did ride that thing a little bit. So, okay, next.
0: Next. All right. Finally, uh, oh, this is the El Duderino.
1: El Duderino.
0: El Duderino. Finally, an honest rider review on the TA. Big Rock and Dork on the road have gushed so much, I was finally ready to buy the first one I saw. Just test rode the TA yesterday afternoon before I pulled the trigger. It was just okay, not bad, certainly not great. Good value, tech, suspension, power, just nowhere near my more expensive bikes. Also not as impressed with road riding as others. It's neutral but generic. Turn-in isn't great. Brake dive and forks. If you don't have money, sure. Otherwise, not impressed.
1: So it's interesting. I've Now kind of he's responded back to my comment that I sent back to him, which basically said said this. I, I was interested by his comment about he didn't feel that it was – like he it, it didn't have the kind of confidence turning in on the road and stuff. Our bike was tested with uh, the Bridgestone um, trail wing, I guess, the trail wing, the, the kind of more open knobby. I explained this in the video. If you're curious about what we're talking about, go to the YouTube video. It You can click through it on dirtbiketest.com. Go to the YouTube video. You can look at the video and look at the comments, and you can see we respond to a lot of the comments and he's responded back now because he has like a Ducati ST4. I mean, he has a lot of bikes Okay. and I realized that it, and he also watches a lot of videos because he even came back with his comment about this other video. Watch this other guy said this other thing. And sometimes like, you know, when you get, there's a lot of static out there. I mean, I appreciate the fact that he said, Hey, he realized that what he's, what we said matched more of what he felt, but I was curious about his on-road comment. I said, Hey, maybe it's because we were running different tires than, the standard tires, and maybe that right. changed the feel. And I kind of just got a vibe from him when he talked about his other bikes that that maybe he was riding a little more aggressively on the street than than I was. When I mean, I, I pushed on the street to the point where the tires kind of like slide a little bit. I go, okay, that's enough because I don't want to go down. Not <laughs> my, not my bike. I don't want to break it. And and I mean, I can go around turns as as good as anybody on a, on an adventure. Well, no, not the Continental test riders I really with. Those guys are nuts, but you know i i get it and so i said hey maybe you're riding a little more aggressive on the street and that's why you're feeling because he was talking about kind of some front end dive and stuff and i'm like or maybe i was just smoother in my turns and he's a little more hacky not to you know i don't know but i could see where anytime you're on an adventure bike that's that's got that kind of softer more compliant feel which this bike does it can feel wallowy and divey when you're on and off the brake so i i kind of threw a question back at him and said hey is could this be the reason for what you're feeling and that's the level we test at my friends it's not it's not just basic it's not just, oh this is great we rode around oh it's awesome look at the picture i'm on instagram it's like whatever so yeah okay next question
0: next question uh this is from 1971 puffy my buddy works for honda and he said over a year ago this wasn't the bike to trade my t7 for kind of already covered that
1: my buddy works for honda and he gave me the bike to go test. <laughs> and and he knows I have a T7 and he didn't try to tell he just said, "Hey, go tell everybody what you think about this." And I I appreciate that. And 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 it took me a little while to get the review out because a I had to ride it a lot. I let a bunch of my buddies. Thanks Jim for being my video model in a lot of that video, I, I forgot to send him a copy. Of that he's not on the he's not too much on the digital side of things. He's a real guy that goes out and rides all the time. Uh, but Jim's my uh, video model, photo model, and uh, most of that stuff. Uh, wasted a good day of going riding to uh, to be a vi- photo model, video model. Which is a pain in the ass. Poor guy had to shoot that thing me. Um, okay, uh, but yeah, thank you.
0: Cool. On to the next, uh, RJ Vidmoto. What's great about Dirt Bike Test and Jimmy is the trust built over years on the reviews. Nice to have this resource. Question, at 552, you talk about light handling. Can you talk a little bit more about what characteristics make up a bike's light handling and why that may or may not be a good thing for most buyers of this bike or other middleweight adventure bikes?
1: I needed to just do a whole video on that all right like on that subject that's that's that we talked a little bit about it when we talked about the light handling earlier but i could literally spend an hour talking to you about it'll go into riding technique and a couple other things but i will probably do a thing an rj video helped me shoot my ktm 390 video back in the day i think he's he's uh he's been a fan of the the channel and helped us out he he shoots car videos Um,
0: publicly subscribed for five years
1: oh wow yeah big supporter well probably doesn't have anything better to do i mean why would you want to listen to <laughs> me for five years <laughs> okay next one
0: all right this is from you rules you rules you rules glad i have the t7 that's what he said yeah how
1: do you, how do you know any different have you ridden a trance out so but he watched the video and then he made that determination ter- ter- based on what I said. Uh, Yamaha, big sponsor of Tech Talk Taco Tuesday and wouldn't you be like, what's the name? Which one was it? The one you just read.
0: Oh, this is, uh, this is
1: U-Gruels. U-Gruels. Wouldn't you like to buy U-Gruels and
0: be glad that you have the T7.
1: That's right. Yeah. Bought to you by Yamaha. Next. All right. Oh, I
0: see. I did. I, did, I did. Yeah, you
1: did. You put did. a note came, on there. I came out of there. No, I just I did an ad Perfect. read without an ad read. Yeah. I thought you saw it. I pushed no, it I, over that no, way. No, I didn't see it. You, I you. I I remembered that, and I'm like, oh yeah, I can do an I can do a plug here for my sponsors, and everybody's like, oh, he's no, just a show for all his sponsors. Okay, no, go you're ahead. You're
0: professional. I'm a professional. All right. <laughs> JT eight one four four. LOL. I like how you ripped off the colorway for your channel logo from Honda Racing. I'm
1: not Is familiar that
0: red, with, with red, white, that. and blue.
1: No, that's American flag, bro. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's that's exactly what I was thinking. I was I was wondering whether I thought I thought I copied the Hoosaberg logo really because that's all I look at is Hoosaberg videos, and Hoosaberg chats, and I ride Hoosabergs. I have to write sentences in my shop sometimes. It says I will not say bad things about Hoosabergs when they break.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Colorway critique. Um, next, YouTube account 9058 says, no worries about leaving gritty old grease in there? So there's a video about
1: repacking some bearings. It's one of these. We're going to start doing a little bit more of these, just kind of like tech videos. And we basically just kind of showed how to repack bearings without, well, I think I think we actually showed like how if you're not careful about taking, sliding the thing, the, the, the sleeve all the way out like a double stacked um um they're not roller they're well yeah, they're needle kind of bearing. roller, needle bearings right thank you um so sometimes you can slide it like out and then put the grease in there and slide it through the other way and put the grease in there so they don't all collapse and right. fall out so we kind of did this video with it and they're like you're not worried about it like no it was relatively clean in there we didn't put any dirt in when we're doing we're just adding more grease for sure there's a little bit of moisture in there and it kind of caused the grease but it, there, you're going to get a certain amount in there if i really wanted to do it properly i would take everything out spray it all out and put it all back in perfectly clean but it's like is that going to save me anything at that point like is it going to make that big of a difference so a lot of what we do here at dirt bike test and tech talk taco tuesday in general is kind of show you we'll call it like real world um fixes it's yeah. not polished it's not it's not super tuned not it's, factory race shop. It's I know how the factory race shop works. You don't have the time or the money to do it that way. If you want to, yes, you absolutely can. But most people are just in their garage and they go, what do I do about these things? You know, it doesn't it work. It's just, it was just kind of a quick video to say, Hey, you can, while you have the swing arm off, why not slide it halfway out and pack a little bit of grease in here and slide it halfway in there, pack a little bit of grease in there and spin it around. And now you got grease in there and it's going to be doing its job. And and it and even if you did clean it to it was to the tenth tenths, you know, like a like a clean room. Two pressure washes later, it's gonna look exactly the same inside there. You know? <laughs> so a couple couple mud bogs. So Blackwater <laughs> one hundred mud bogs and will, a little bit of poof dirt power yeah.
0: pressure washer. Well,
1: see we don't yeah, that's why we don't pressure wash too much out here. I mean we do a little bit, but Um, And then if you want to pressure wash your bearings, like, go ahead. Like, just be careful where you point that damn pressure washer.
0: Yeah, you don't need to wash bikes out here. (laughs) Um, All right, next uh, we have Kevin V. Is this the new chassis from the 2023
1: YZ450F? So he's talking about our our 23 WR chassis. impression and no it is not it's still one generation behind the amazingly the 2024 wr will have that new chassis the fx and the wr got upgraded at the same time um, this year and so those now the 2024s will have the same as the new 23 yz same as the yz 250 uh, got this year
0: that thing looks good
1: yeah it does look good and hopper pava load pava pava roddy Hopper Pavarotti says Yamaha sponsored trail markers in my neck of the woods. It is great to see companies that are willing to help out trails to keep open for all users to share and enjoy. That's that's our that's our right there. Okay, that's our question of the week. Hopper, what kind of bike do you have? Like, just answer that question real oh, yeah. quick in the chat, and uh, it may, you may you may be happy that you did.
0: Comment of the day.
1: Comment of the day could be the comment of the day.
0: All right. On to the next user something, anonymous user. Uh-huh. Had a half day ADV class with Quinn and did two days in prompt with Jimmy. To a hacker like myself, what these two can do on a bike is absolutely incredible and very inspiring. Have I, to agree.
1: Uh, thank you. I, I wish the bat pat on the back machine were operating right now, but he was commenting on the video I did with uh, Quinn and Jesse. We did it in their studio. Uh, the Dakar daily podcast studio last it was, so it was last week's tech talk taco Tuesday real interesting to talk to those guys Quinn works uh, he does street R&D or we'll call it eh, call it street R&D but basically bikes with license plate R&D in the United States because he does a lot of mostly adventure bikes and stuff like that so there's a lot of uh, interesting insight from Quinn uh, on both Dakar and kind of some of the stuff that KTM does and some of you know our history and riding and and different things so yeah listen to that listen to what the crusher has to say about uh, motorcycles
0: right on all right next up ryan rusk best show you've put out and i've enjoyed most of them everything about this episode was awesome five stars to jimmy quinn and jesse the trifecta
1: well jesse really brought that whole show down and i that's why i brought him on tonight in the beginning of the show was to, uh, to try to give him redemption a little bit, you know. <laughs> but again, he he was a complete letdown, and I'm 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 a little disappointed. And I'm thinking that maybe I'm just gonna pay them a little bit less, you know, on my ad deal because we have some negotiate negotiations and the the thing. But uh, yeah, uh, check out again. Check out uh, Dakar Daily podcast. Uh, Quinn Cody and uh, that other guy Jesse um, uh, do that do that podcast.
0: Cool. All right, looks like we have some WR250F questions. Uh, this is from Taiwan one on 1614. Taiwan one on. Taiwan one on 1614. <laughs> about ready to.
1: It's about that time.
0: If they just put blinkers, subframe, and fifty-fifty tires on this, would sell big time as a dual sport and put a big hole in the KTM 350 EXCF market. I have to agree on that one. You do? I would, yeah. Okay, so,
1: so I think everybody would agree in the sense that. If you just put those things on it, it would be a better bike. But you can't just put those things on it because there's DOT regulations and and EPA regulations and a lot of vehicle testing that goes into it. And when you start doing that stuff, it just starts doing different things to the bike. KTM does an amazing job at making bikes that manage to pass all the tests and so does so does companies like beta and honda goes through a lot of things yamaha just chooses to ignore that just like you can't buy the wr in california because california enacted some ridiculous regulations in a ninth hour deal that literally yamaha had made their plans for how they were going to produce these bikes and they couldn't put charcoal canisters and all the evaporative emission stuff even on a dirt bike so it's not as easy as you would think and so sometimes when you're when you're when you're saying why don't they do this like just even today i was talking with the company about you know their their line their the amount of models that they have parts for is just getting becoming astronomical with you know ktm coming on with three different brands so instead of just having one color i have to have three different colors of this thing and and then when they when all of a sudden you know Honda moves the mounts by ten millimeters, they have to update their entire product catalog for the next year and they have to make a new part and, and then inventory. And you know this because yeah. you're on, you have dealings with the retail side of things and, and you know how much stuff do you want to stock and, and you know your your catalog. People are ordering things for five you're building wear items, people are ordering things five, ten years back, twenty years back. Yeah. When do you clip it? So I, I think a lot of times the customers we're, we, we become entitled as motorcycle consumers because you just want everything right now. You can just go on the web and find it someplace and click it and it shows up. It, it's it's you, you should be thankful that that's available, and and I I wish that there was a a YZ three hundred and fifty FX like good god with that but yamaha's not just going to take the 250 and put a bore kit in or sleeve down a 450 they want to build an entire engine platform because the, the 450 and 250 frames are kind of the same but they don't just drop the motor in the 250 and say go they have to engineer the angle that it's going to sit out the, the 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 different head stays and in, in you know the, the the way that they attach it in there so that it works properly so it isn't just we're just throwing engines inside of frames and so i i I often get confused when people just expect that like you don't go to the car you know to your car dealership and say easier said than done right you know why don't they do this or that
0: yeah i mean hey you can always uh toss a dual sport kit on a uh on a wr250f and uh make it make it your way
1: okay hopper um you win you're winning the comment he has a ktm 300 xcw and he was a he had a yz 450 so he's he's paying attention nice. he knows to throw the yamaha love in there right there you go you, you do not have to do that by the way <laughs> but uh yeah we're gonna hey, hey we're gonna give you the fast company thing so uh hopper uh, send me an email jimmy at com, and i will get you hooked up with cole over at fast company and we will get you taken care of because uh, i i you did pay you are paying attention to the show and i appreciate that and uh yeah, and uh, Climb also spo- see here goes here's the other, uh, there he goes. sponsors the Cow Tag, and Frozen Cow Tag benefits users of the trail system and avalanche forecasters, which Born is... stuff. Yeah, especially when you're climbing, do a lot of snow gear. By the way, if you do any snow activities, I I, snow, I, I snowboard with my Climb Valdez Parka, which oh, is yeah? still my favorite, the one I was wearing the other day. All right. like That's my favorite snowboarding jacket, because it has the sleeve, so the powder doesn't go when I'm dragging my hand and the powder just pow like that didn't go up the sleeve sick pow days sick pow yeah
0: (laughs) okay uh, last question uh i think we've got okay what do we have i think we have two more okay um last one or uh, second to last one from finn i went to Race Tech springs for my weight 190 pounds and had to go down a rate in the front and up to in the rear Uh, It feels much more harmonious now. They said a lot of these new bikes come unbalanced from the factory. Did you find this to be the case? Wait
1: a second. Down in the front,
0: up in the rear.
1: I answered him, and I thought he said up in the front. I thought he said up in the front and rear.
0: Had to go down a one rate in the front and up two Ooh, in the oh, rear. So, okay, so
1: Finn completely disregard what I wrote. <laughs> now I have to Uh-oh. remember to go back because I thought he said they went up in the front. So a lot of our test riders in the WR felt they wanted to go up in the front, only up in the front. They didn't want to change the rear, but they're also racers, and so they're a little right. more aggressive and stuff. So And this is kind of common. This isn't just the Yamaha. This is with almost every bike. Like they said, with both of the bikes we rode the other day, both the 300s, they wanted to go up spring rates in the front. And uh, so, it. It yes, I have heard of this before, but not going down in the front and up in the rear, that's... Ooh, on that bike, I don't know. I absolutely... I... There's nothing... I have no tendencies to want to go that particular direction. So... Uh, Interesting. I, I I actually think it has really good balance. Like I said in the video, I think it has really good balance for trail riding. And if anything, I would go one stiffer in the front. That's what I would do. And I'm not usually the first guy to to do that.
0: Yeah, so. Down a rate at one ninety. I feel like that's. Uh,
1: I'm a I'm two hundred, and and I and and I'm like I could I could I could easily go up a rate in the front and and I could probably if I started going quote racing speed. But that's not what that bike's for. It's, for me, it's more of like a, a, you know, a trail riding bike. So I don't really want to lose the comfort by going stiffer. I'm not going to slam into stuff like that. But it could depend on your riding area and right. where you're at and all those things. So, okay.
0: All right. All right. And this is a uh, last comment from Mouth Boom. Mouthbone. Mouth oh, boom. here's here's where we lose all of our subscribers. <laughs> uh oh, I'm gonna get myself in trouble. Why did you no, only I'll show about 20 seconds of Yamaha footage and kept showing everything else while you talked about it? Weird.
1: Okay, so this is in our 450 comparison. Uh, Mouthbone. 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 Mouth boom. Boom. Says. Like that. <laughs> so uh, you know, every once in a while, I I go in and just check to see who's making the comment. You know, I click on their page. But so, so I don't know why we only use 20 seconds because Yamaha's a sponsor. So we decided to only use 20 seconds of their footage and more footage of Hondas, Kawasaki's and gas gases, you know, cause you know, we're taking care of our sponsors here. But so I, I like to go look at the, uh, you know, who, where it's coming from. Like, where does this comment come from? Does it picture the right. dirt bikes or something like that? So I clicked on his page and eh, three subscribers and like, you know, seven views, but there was there was pictures of his uh, his videos. He had four or five videos up there. There's pictures of his kid, like his kid like climbing up some stairs. I didn't watch him. I just saw the, the slider. Another picture of his kid like drooling on, on something. And then and then he has a really nice picture of him and his wife, hot hot wife and everything All like right. that. So I'm thinking, like, if I would have watched these videos, how come there aren't more videos of – oh, he had a video of a cat. So okay. I was thinking, how come there are not more videos of your cat? Yeah. All right. So on on that note. Mouth bone. Yeah. On that <laughs> With note. The hot take. I, it, yeah. So it, it's like, I don't know why, but like, I'm wondering why you don't have more videos of your, your cat, like, you know, hot wife and kid, but like cat. So
0: <laughs>
1: there you go. There we go. Um, Motorsport says, I just got a SMW 300 SRS 300 R 50 state legal. Feels like it makes 20 horsepower and has had a canister. Let the uncorking begin. Okay,
0: um, SWM haven't heard much about them.
1: Right, uh, they they wanted us to try one of their bikes. I'm, I we have an AJP.
0: An Another, AJP.
1: Yeah, you want right. to ride that? Sure. Another weird bike. Uh, we've got one of those in the in the works. I think Trevor has it in his possession. It, it I think the battery's dead and the tire's flat. But it came from Dirt Bike Magazine, <laughs> so that's probably the way it started, and that's where it ended, and that's where we're at. But anyways, thank you, everybody, for joining in, watching this uh, extended episode of Tech Talk Talk a Tuesday. Good stuff. Thank you, Ryan. You know what? I messed up because I'm supposed to reintroduce you two or three times during the show. That's all right. Um, I would like to thank you for coming in. Thanks for all Holy, the help uh, riding the bikes and, and, and providing with Anytime. some good good insight. I think you're going to become a regular uh, here on the uh, on the show. We'll see. Yeah, see what the fans. You'll fan, have me back. We'll see what the fans say because you know they might. You might have to like you know trim the beard up, or they'll tell you, you need to wear a wig. It, or, it, it comes off
0: once it hits hundred out here, so <laughs> it'll it'll fluctuate <laughs> with the uh, with the thermometer. So, so, so
1: sounds sounds <laughs> good. Thanks to everybody for leaving those comments. Um, we do appreciate it. which HDP like the HDP. It's a big one, like a what are they a six something or other seven something 70
0: isn't it like a rally looking it's
1: a rally looking thing thing. it's a it's i I rode one once and and the guys at ajp said hey would you like to test one so i said yeah we'll give it a shot so nice um, yeah don't know but we'll figure it out and uh okay and to i want to apologize to mouth boom (laughs) Bame, <laughs> uh, maybe you get a couple subscribers out of it, but uh, I don't you know. Go. I don't know why, but then again, neither do you. <laughs> so with that, we will uh, see you on the trail. So cheers, everybody. See ya. If you liked what you saw in this video, come check us out over at dirtbiketest.com on the webs. We have bike tests, product tests, a lot of fresh dirt and you can even support us by clicking through our links hopefully we'll see you out in the trail